Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's me. It's me. It's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James. And by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter. Badass Billy Gunn. Together we are the New Age Outlaws. And you're listening to the VOC Nation. And if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. This is the sister, the doctor of style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In The Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kazzy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there, too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and killer can resonate. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have cried? Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major fads as well as the indies. As far as problems go, we cover our problems, 
American problems, and world problems. Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter, Chris Best discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling with a heaping dose of comedy. Check us out live on VLCNation.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls, and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stein of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs, yeah, you get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Hey, this is Bill DeMott, and if you think you're tough enough, you'll listen to In the Room with Brady Hicks. And if you're not tough enough, <laughs> you'll listen to the Stroh and Kathy. But I'm here to tell you, Hugh Morris says so, Bill DeMott says so, and if you have to answer the general erection, he says so. <laughs> In the Room with Brady Hicks, you better be listening. So happy to be back. It's only been a week, believe it or not, but it, it feels like forever. I, I look around at all these friendly faces, and uh, uh, <laughs> do I sound phony, Kathy? What, what's going on tonight? How you doing, Kathy? Fits everybody. Yes, you do sound phony, but that's okay. How are you tonight, Do I always, though. I always sound phony. <laughs> no, I kid, of course. <laughs> I'm doing well, Kathy. I'm doing well. Uh, also joining us on the line, the one and only maestro of professional wrestling, WCW star, actor, entertainer, Stro. How you doing, my friend? Oh, great, great to be here with you guys. I'm still popping it from the intro music, so that's <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be popping it all night. Uh, joining us after, after a, back from his hiatus, Kathy, he went on vacation to Parts Unknown, and he's back once again. Maniac Matt Grimm. What's going on, Matt? Hey, Matt. Uh, it's <laughs> going. It's going. What's up, guys? Uh, uh, I'm glad to have you guys. back. It's, uh, I'm glad to be back. 
<laughs> you won't be for long. No, I'm only kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, run me right back out of town. Matt's, uh, Matt's popping something else, Kathy, right now. I can guarantee you. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, uh, interesting week. Uh, last week, Matt, the, uh, the callers kind of took over. We had some... Uh, some colorful language from some of them. One of them even called Derek something that I, I swore to God I was never going to allow on the show again. Uh, no, so no. I, I, I'm, I'm taking over. You know, I am I, taking over. I'm done with the nonsense. Uh, if people want to call in and they want to have a good time tonight, 914-338-1885. If you don't, don't want to have a good time, then I'm going to tell you right now not to bother. I, I, I'm just going to put it right out there because we're all about having a good time. We are. Um, and you wouldn't know it, judging by the fact that we're going to talk about wrestling tonight. Uh, but we are going to have a good time. We are. Um, <laughs> we had NXT last night. I definitely want to talk about that. Lots of stuff. Uh, not last night, Sunday night. But lots of stuff going on, you know. And uh, at, at 9.30, Kathy, a very special guest is joining us. He is a, he's a very good professional wrestler. I'll say that about him. <laughs> His name is a very good professional wrestler, Matt. A very good yeah. professional wrestler. Formerly Dasher Hatfield. Uh, now, he's chosen this name, and I, I, I'm hoping we can get some insight into this because, uh, Kathy, a couple years ago, we had, uh, you know, we, we, we saw the man that called himself the most marketable man in wrestling win the Super 8. And this year, mm-hmm. I feel like that's about the least marketable name that you can come up with. A very good professional wrestler. Hey, he won. That's all that matters. <laughs> Stro, have you ever tangled with Dasher Hatfield? You know, I, I believe I bumped into him some of the indie shows up, up north. Um, I, he's with Shikara, right? Was with he was, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I bumped in when he was during this time of Shikara, man. And uh, I love the Shikara <laughs> guys. They're so entertaining. Even in the back, <laughs> there's so much fun to be around. It's whole. It's this whole different world. Like I, the first time I met um, Cesaro, for example, he was going by one of the Los Ice Cream guys. He basically had a had an ice cream cone on his chin, and his mask looked like an ice cream <laughs> cone. They, they, they give him all these crazy. It, it's awesome. It, it's fun. Uh, in fact, their sister promotion used to be called Wrestling is Fun. And I know Chikara is not really around anymore, but uh, for a lot of years there, they were really kind of like, they had a cult mm-hmm. following on the independents. So. Love those guys. So it'll be fun. It'll be, it'll be fun tonight. A very good professional wrestler who also, excuse me, is the reigning Super 8 tournament winner for this year. He, he captured the title, uh, what about three weeks ago now? So it'll be fun to have Dasher on. And again, if you guys want to call in nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Now last night, uh, so, sorry, I keep thinking it's Monday and it's not. You know why? Because I haven't seen Raw. Um, NXT on Sunday night they had Takeover. Uh, kind of a strange main event. Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly. I, I don't know what was up with that. Uh, apparently both of them got injured in the match, but. Um, such a throwback. It really reminded me how Kyle O'Reilly used to be a main event guy in Ring of Honor. Yeah. You know, it was like the match that we didn't think we needed, but 
man, what is what a <laughs> match these two had. Oh my god, man, this guy just Amazing. left it all in the ring. Amazing. I mean, it literally left it all in the ring because uh that they're home. They're hurt. Uh hopefully they're okay. Um I yeah. was hurt watching it. <laughs> I was hurt watching it, man. Yeah, Matt, have you ever seen a match where like you're so sore like I can remember for me uh, watching Vince McMahon separate his shoulder getting knocked off that steel cage that time. Uh, like, to me, that was so bad that I felt it. That's how this was. That knee that Kyle O'Reilly gave Finn pretty late in the match that I think resulted <laughs> in the the bloody mouth that Finn had after that, that just I, ugh, that rattled my skull, and it didn't even happen. Yeah. Right? right? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, wow. I was like, oh, God, did he bite his tongue? Did he bite his lip? Are his teeth broken? Like, every, yeah, every you didn't know. Pause, every scenario, bad scenario I could think of was going through my head. It's It, it was crazy. And, and um, so TakeOver, you know, it had some really just crazy action. So I recommend everybody check it out. I, I wish so much that WWE I, – I almost wish that NXT didn't have their own TV show. I kind of wish that they were just these uh, – just these pay-per-views, you know, because everybody goes all out in these, and they're really good. And uh, it's a shame, because this is everything that WWE could be. Um, it, just my opinion, again, and we can certainly talk about the night tonight. Uh, 914-338-1885. We also saw the return of Ember Moon on NXT, uh, which is interesting, uh, because, well, first of all, she got laid off in April, or, or furloughed, or whatever you want to say. Second of all, because she announced... A month later that she had a career-ending injury and she'd never wrestle again, uh, which obviously wasn't too true. And uh, third of all, Matt, I I find it interesting that she's going back to NXT instead of one of the main two rosters. Well, I think she's better off in NXT. And, I mean, mean, Ember's a good wrestler, but I think she needs to find a way to get her character over because – on the main roster, I don't know how you can be called, like, what was her nickname? Like, War Goddess by the commentary team, and yet she gets picked on in the back for reading copies of Twilight, like, oh, that's in her right. spare time. And I'm I like, forgot about that. This does, this does not equal. I'm like, one, I'm sorry, a War Goddess is not reading tween vampire love stories in the back. And if she was a war goddess and somebody slapped the book out of her hands and made fun of her, she wouldn't just scream. She'd do something about it. So uh, what a nerd roster did it. Yeah. Right. It's like <laughs> war goddess, but it was, it's more just like nerd. Like, like, Oh, yeah, she keeps just, the bike just, entrance though. She keeps that the war. I'm sure she will. The bike. The bike oh, I'm sure she when she made the bike entrance oh. on NXT. Oh, the actual bike. Sunday. I thought you meant the entrance she had on Raw and SmackDown. I was like, she'll probably have that. Yeah. I mean, the bike uh, entrance would be cool. That was different. Yeah. Yeah. It was different. She it needs was, to get away from the vampire up. stuff anyway. She, yeah. She, it's like, weird because, like, she's a vampire. vampire stuff. Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. yeah that's what, like, she would that's wrestle as like that. Man, but, oh, my God. <laughs> but then she had all that other stuff going on where she wasn't a vampire, where she was just a person with orange hair. And, uh, it was strange. You know, it was strange. Uh, Matt, I can only imagine if I debuted on the main roster that they would have me reading Alexa Bliss fanfic. That's the only thing I can figure. Uh, that would be your whole gimmick. Not just reading it, but probably. writing it. Yeah, and yeah. I'd probably, like, you know, just kind of sneak around, like, you know. 
They could call me. They could call me like one of the writers. Stalking. You know? Yeah. It's called stalking. Your your ring name we would have be seen this before. <laughs> yes. Well, my ring name. Yes, Matt. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, you're right. You're Maybe right. They it's true. Full moon like Amber Moon to come out of a full moon like they do with Ranchers. <laughs> Can you imagine? That would be fun. They could slap your laptop out of your hand in the back and break your your break your. You, you didn't upload it yet, so it's, it's the hard drive's ruined. And now you're really that angry. famous scene. You know, reenact that famous scene where Randy Orton like went off on that writer. You know. Uh, <laughs> and uh, speaking of full moons, by the way, uh, WWE bringing back the Halloween Havoc thing for NXT. I, I think that'll be fun. I, I like that they're doing this kind of stuff. I, I wish that they do it more kind of across the brand because you got this whole other brand that was very popular that they basically ignore everything that made them great. And, and it's a shame. It is because if you're watching WWE, uh, you think about five things are, or you only think like about five things are important to WCW Goldberg sting, the NWO, uh, Bret Hart, who they messed up, and Eric Bischoff. They're the only thing. You would think that that's all that WCW was. And I wasn't yes, a huge WCW that's... fan back in the day, but they were so much more than that. Yeah, that's true. So, that's absolutely true. So yeah. it's cool. It is cool. Um, I'm excited for that. I think it'll be fun. <laughs> Honestly, Ring I guy. wish they were having Halloween Havoc with a Hell in a Cell match instead of actually doing a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. I know. What would, what would it take to make that happen? To make the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view oh, go away and just go back to yeah. using it as a blow-off for, like, white-hot fuse. Oh, shoo, man. shoo, go away. Bye-bye. Please, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or, or how great would it be if you had Sasha versus Bailey spin the wheel, make a deal? Oh. Oh please. That'd be interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna side with Cap. I'm gonna side with Cappy on this one. You don't think that's no. good? No, because uh, Vince would be doing yeah. it, so they'd have like Braun panties on a pole match or something. Like that would be like and, one of Vince's options, you know. Any any booking that like that that revolves around like a, a child's carnival game wheel spin can <laughs> yeah they go can, that can go jump right off the cliff like uh, forget now, that. With, that, uh, with that said though the coal miners glove match was amazing they really did it they really did it well back in the day no they didn't it was a horrible match <laughs> I thought it was coal great. miners glove uh, you hear well, the words about, that you're saying yeah. No, I do, I do, but it was fun. It was fun. Come on, Kat. It was a little fun. I had fun with it. I want to be entertained, you know. I want to wow me, you know. Take me out to dinner. Don't just take me home. Oh, jeez. Were you gonna bring him oh, coffee afterward or not? Like, like, what is this? What are you talking about I'll here? Make I'll even make breakfast, you know, if it's good enough. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five with Amber Moon. Be great. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I mean that. And the other one is um, 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 what's his name? Abdullah the Butcher getting getting fried in the electric chair. Like that's the kind of entertainment <laughs> yeah. that you just don't get nowadays. Oh man, Mick Foley that is a homeless guy. 
I don't know. What about you, you didn't like Mick Foley as a homeless guy? I thought that was great. What? what there was what a couple about times the I thought the Everybody loved the like ding dong. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, what was the the humpback ones? What were the guys with the humps that that couldn't get pinned? Such a great idea. That's <laughs> a terrible idea. <laughs> Are you sure they were hump ready? <laughs> oh my god. What? what? What were they? <laughs> they were up no, like the, the the good idea version of that was when D'Lo Brown wore that chest protector long after his pecs had healed, and he just kept using it <laughs> yeah. for like like for the frog splat. Like that was good. Yeah, I forgot. He that. was shield before yeah. shield came along. <laughs> D'Lo and his D-Lo. chest protector. <laughs> yeah. If you're talking about like if you're talking about like kind of legal illegal objects. Uh, my favorite of all time had to be Lex Luger with the metal forearm. That was that was a good one. I he would that knock one. every he he made a forearm to the side of the head a finishing move, and it was amazing. Kathy, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I right forearm somebody the, on the side, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I was just it's right up there with the Big Show using using a punch as his finishing move. Well, yeah, I mean, when your hand is bigger than the guy's face, I guess it works. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Unbelievable. So, so I was reading the Newswire. I, I want to talk about this as well. So Sarah Stock has had a rough, uh, I'm going to say rough two weeks. Uh, you might have known her as uh, Sarita from, from TNA. Um, she was a producer for WWE, and she first she got furloughed. Then she got brought back. Then they fired her. Or let her go because of money. Then she got arrested. Aggravated really? battery. And she's like the sweetest, like, sweetheart you're ever going to like. It was crazy. Like, I, I can't imagine what somebody must have said to her to upset her like that. Oh, man. No, granted, it, the world it wasn't we live in right nowhere. Now. Yeah. I thought I had bad luck. Bless her heart. <laughs> Spin the wheel, make a deal, right? <laughs> oh man! Maybe she can come back to retribution as a shredded lettuce, and uh, get a paper plate on her face, fit in with the gang. It'd be great. Just an idea. <laughs> That's what my face would look like if she forearmed me. Shredded lettuce. Join the T-Bar, Saran Wrap, um, Johnson oh, yeah. Johnson, and all the gang. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, of course, uh, their leader, A-Lee, a- right? Ali. Is he the leader now? That's the yeah. that's official, right? Yeah. The mastermind. <laughs> and they brought it together with the hacker thing, I think. Genius. Maybe not. I don't know. See, yeah, maybe the handbook. It's all full oh, circle. Ahead. No, no, I was just saying it's all full circle. Yeah, do you think, think he was behind yeah. DTV too while we're at it? Uh, maybe. maybe. <laughs> he probably wasn't. And even he was the anonymous Raw general DTV. manager, like every other unresolved <laughs> well, no, storyline they've ever done. That was Hornswoggle. <laughs> Oh, that was, it was me all along. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get out of here. Kind of like Kennedy was going to be Vince McMahon's son, and then at the last minute they made Hornswoggle. Oh, God. Yeah, like, who thought of that? <laughs> I don't know. 
Who booked this crap? Yeah. Saddle this poor bastard with, with that gimmick. <laughs> Unbelievable. The disrespect. And, and you know, it, it comes it comes at a time when, and we were kind of talking about this last week. I know Derek's very passionate about it, and I really agree um, because I didn't like MVP very much the first time around. Um, and while like the hurt business, like I I don't know, like you know, it's not everybody's cup of tea, but you can't deny that like I I I, I seriously doubt that this was WWE creative that totally took this and ran with it to the extent that they did. But MVP has done so much for black and minority wrestlers in this company. If you think about it between the the guys in his group, uh, most of which really didn't even have a place on TV. Bobby Lashley was floundering and uh, you know, look at what they did for Ricochet. Now look at what they did kind of, you know, just elevating him and Ali, you know, Cedric. I mean, the, the whole thing has just been, uh, it's been amazing, and, and I gotta think that it's an accident on WWE's part. I would say so too, just because I never trust. Like at this point, I feel like when they when when they stumble onto something good, it's like they fall ass backwards into it. It's not because of any, right. you know, meticulous planning or, or talented writing on their part anymore. But I love but, the fact uh, that hey, Bobby Lashley's it's, it's, a bully. But it's a win for those guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, lo- Why I, I love that, that guy he's just a bully? be a bully. Well, he should. Right. He, he should. Right. He should. I'm waiting for someone to mouth off to him, not realizing, not realizing he's behind them. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Dude, they, Please, that yeah. needs to be a segment. That that needs to be a he, segment on that show. <laughs> eating that dude's food. First making him switch seats, then telling him he's, if that's his seat too, then eating his food was amazing. I know that was last week, yeah. but that was great. I didn't see Raw last night, so I, I still got to defer to last that guy first. That'd be great if you can get Slapjack first. Kathy, what about this, Kathy? And I'm just spitballing here. What if Stevie Ray is the guy behind all this? And I'm not talking Wild Thing, who was on the program last week. I'm talking the Stevie Ray. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a free idea. Don't don't say I never did nothing. Oh jeez. <laughs> Can you imagine Stevie Ray uh, having a conversation with the other Stevie Ray? That'd be one for the ages. The real. Can you imagine Stevie Ray, Stevie Ray just telling Stevie Ray to shut the hell up? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Awesome. I, I can't even. I, and 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 Stevie Ray, uh, you know, wild thing. He, he he writes me last week, and he's like, "How was the interview?" And I'll be like, "I'll be honest, dude. Like, and I've been so busy this week, Kathy. I was supposed to like, I was supposed to like do timestamps to send to our PR guy so he could send out a press release. I didn't do that. Stevie Ray's like, "How's the interview?" I'm like, Stevie, I hate every interview I do until I go back and listen to it, and then I think it's okay. So I'm going to tell you that it was horrible right now, having not listened back, and I'll let you know <laughs> if I change my mind. And this poor guy is waiting for me to change my mind, and I still haven't listened back, Matt. So he's probably sitting there on bated breath waiting to hear that it was good, and I just won't give him uh, the satisfaction because I, 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 I can't do it. I, I can't put my stamp on it until I listen back. Right. Uh, I mean, what are you going to do? 
What am I going to be honest? You know, I mean, well, it was it was one of those interviews, and I loved him. I I thought he was very good. He was very honest and everything. But like, it was one of those things, Matt, where I brought him on at nine thirty, and at nine forty-five, I still hadn't asked my first question. Did you yeah, tell Lucy Ray that they had a good interview? You guys had a good interview, Brady. <laughs> <laughs> what I should have done was tagged him and said I interviewed Stevie Ray. That would get his attention, Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that attention, Brady. I'm just playing, of course. I'm just playing. So lots we can talk about tonight. Uh, 914-338-1885. Um, I also, and, I, and I'm excited about this, Matt. I wanted to mention it. I kind of mentioned it offhand last week, and I, I think I'm okay. I mean, I, don't everybody go, like, tweeting it or whatever that I'm going to get in trouble, but, like, um, I interviewed Orange Cassidy for Pro Wrestling Illustrated, and um, he didn't have a lot to say, but the best friends were on the line, Matt, and it was absolutely amazing. Uh, it is one of my favorite personas that I've ever seen in anything in wrestling. Uh, this guy... I, I, it's just so different than everything else out there. And I, I hope I did him justice with this story uh, because it was such an amazing story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's cool. He, he He's cool. Yeah. He, he's definitely cool. So. Well, they uh, are best friends. <laughs> they are. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they made them sound like a million bucks, you know, they, they don't, that's not the right way to say. It. They made him look like a million bucks, Kathy. They made him sound like uh, he didn't talk a whole lot, and they said most of it. Yeah. You know, Matt, when I ask him something like, "Hey, um, did Chris Jericho help to make you a star?" and he says, um, "Yeah, sure, he helped make me a star." You know, it's going to be a good interview. And that's it. <laughs> that's all you got. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. So be on the be on the lookout. That comes out on newsstands in uh I believe it's mid October. So be on the lookout for, for Pro Wrestling Illustrated and uh it was oh, really cool. great to uh thank you to Kevin McElvaney, by the way, who's uh he, he was my co host on this show for years. Um, you know, when we were both kind of coming up with Pro Wrestling Illustrated and, and he did the show with me and DJ from, I'm going to say from like 2009 through like maybe like 2012 or I think 12. I think 12 was when he stopped. Um, so for three, four years, Kevin McElveney was like my main guy, you know, and he's the editor for Pro Wrestling Illustrated now and I couldn't be happier for him. Uh, such a nice guy. So... Yeah, be on the lookout. And be sure to support PWI, by the way, pwi-online.com. Lots of great stuff. Uh, Kevin incorporating all these really cool ideas, Matt. One thing that I really like, and we haven't really talked about it a lot on this show, um, and I wasn't totally sold on it in the beginning, but I'm just becoming more and more sold on it, is like with all the intergender wrestling out there, Kevin McElvaney went, and he made the PWI 500. He made it an intergender listing. So there are women on the 500 now. Only the ones that fight men. Hmm. It's an interest, you know, and, he, and he's hmm. going out of his way. He's, he's, he, he's reflecting society. He's reflecting LBGTQ. Um, it just, I, I don't know, just all these, like, kind of innovative ideas with a real focus on the indies that, 
never used to happen under Stu Sack. So there's a lot of, and you may not agree with everything that he's say that he's doing with the magazine, but you got to admire the guy for trying to be reflective of society. And I and I think yeah. he's hitting a home run. I really do. So I, I couldn't be happier. I really couldn't. Um, yeah. But with that said, Kathy. With that said, I, I we have a very special guest on the line, and I don't want to keep him waiting. He is uh, quite literally a very good professional wrestler, uh, formerly Dasher Hatfield. Of course, we've seen him in Chikara. We saw him just a couple weeks ago win the ECWA Super 8 tournament. A very mm-hmm. good professional wrestler joining us on the line right now. What's going on, my friend? How are you doing tonight? I'm doing fantastic, fellas. Thanks for having me on. Uh, you, you know what? We're, we're very excited, and this is something that we've talked about really since you won the tournament. I, I'm, I'm so excited to get you on the line. I've got to know, man, uh, you've been doing the Indies for quite a while now. Uh, what was that feeling like holding the Super 8 trophy after winning it? Uh, it was kind of unreal just because it was, like, super unexpected. Um, like, we don't even get to find out. I think I was in the building for about an hour, an hour and a half before I found out who my first-round opponent was. So me, wow. I'm definitely a guy who likes to make all, all the preparations beforehand, you know, watch as many matches as I can and just study and prepare and those kinds of things. So it was kind of unreal. And then you start thinking about, like, uh, all of, all the people who have not only won the Super 8 but just participated, or even the great wrestlers who fought, fought in that tournament and didn't win. So to even kind of outdo all of those guys, too, it was just kind of mind-blowing for me when it was all happening. Um and then even to get in the back and through the power of IWTV, I had a text message right away from my wife that my, my kids were at home watching. Like, if I was already teary-eyed now, I was, I was a blubbering baby at that point. Um, that yeah, is just, exciting, it was, it was magic. It was, it was definitely the most emotional night I've ever had in wrestling. Now, I, I mean, I don't know how much thought you've given about it, but obviously the Super 8's done a lot of things for a lot of different wrestlers. Uh, but you were kind of unique in that, like, you had kind of a following on the independent scene even before doing this tournament. It wasn't necessarily that, like, people were being exposed to you, but it was more like the idea that they were being exposed to just how good you were. Did you give thought to that about the tournament and maybe how it kind of helped get you out there a little bit more? Um Definitely, I, that I, I've drawn a little more attention since winning the tournament, um, but it, it kind of has given me a new perspective on myself, just because everything big I've ever accomplished in wrestling has all been kind of under the Chikara bubble. Um, outside of Chikara, mm-hmm. like, I've traveled, but I've I've never really been a mainstay anywhere or have done anything really, you know, worth writing home about until winning the Super 8. So for me, it was, it was a big confidence boost in that, like, I don't need to rely on that world to go out wrestling and succeed. Um, maybe getting out of my comfort zone is a really good thing for me. And so far, like, I'm just having a blast, like, doing what I want to do and how I want to do it. And, you know, I've been finding success doing it, so I don't see any reason I should slow down. Um, uh, as far I, as, like, I mean, I got... oh, Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're I fine. was just going to say, as far as, like, the, the, you know, the world seeing me, seeing me as a more serious wrestler, um, like, that's something for those who did pay attention to Chikara the last three or four years. Like, they've seen, mm-hmm. I've been doing it. Um, our, you know, the people who've watched us closely, those numbers have dwindled for years now since probably about 2013 or 14. Um, so it, it just hasn't been as many people who've noticed what I've been doing, and now people are starting to take notice. And it's catching a lot of people by surprise because perhaps the last they saw me, I was more of 
you know, a goofy type character and just doing goofy type things. And, you know, maybe around 2013, 14, I really started focusing on just my wrestling ability. Um, And people are starting to notice and uh, I think it's about time. That is cool. That is cool. Uh, Now, one of the things that's, you know, you talk about surprises. One of the things that surprised me is uh, you come into this tournament and I was ring announcing and I was doing the commentary there. And I was like, I, I was surprised that you didn't want to go by Dasher Hatfield uh, because that was the name that I think a lot of people really recognized you by, especially during the height of Chikara there. Uh, was that kind of like you said, like a, a choice to, uh, to make yourself be taken more seriously or, or was there something else behind that? No, that was pretty much it. Like it, to me, it was um, like, you know, with everything that had gone on, gone on with Chikara, it was like, I feel like if I kept that name, there's always like, oh, yeah, that's the guy from Chikara, and that's not how I want to be remembered, you know, for the rest okay. of my career. Like, I'm not, I'm not ashamed of my time there. I really loved my time there. Um, it made me the great wrestler that I am. My trainers were absolutely amazing. The matches that I had there, the friends that I made there, all that stuff, you know, was absolutely amazing. And it's my favorite part of my life up to this point, um, maybe outside of parenthood, but moving forward i don't always be want to be known as oh that's the chikara guy that's the chikara guy so that kind of mm-hmm. got my brain my wheels turning on on a new name um but not so much to be taken more ser- i don't i don't know i don't really take myself too seriously for me wrestling's fun it's a good time like i'm not a guy who's okay. ever made a living off of wrestling so in my mind it's if i'm not enjoying what i'm doing then i'm going to i'm that that when that day comes i'll stop um but when it's not fun anymore, it's not worth doing unless, you know, it's paying my mortgage and it's paying my car payments and it's putting money in my kids' college funds and things like that. Um, so for me, wrestling's a whole lot of fun. So the name change came with, with wanting to be taken more seriously, maybe by the world. But for myself, it was just something fun. Uh, when I came up with the idea, I was like, I kind of like that. I'm going to roll with it. And I've never heard of anybody do something similar. Uh, one of the things that I'm sure caught a lot of people off guard that remembered Dasher Hatfield and, and realized who you were, um, the edge that you had. You know, you came in kind of with a chip on your shoulder. You really took it to your opponents. And even that speech, you know, after you won the title, it's like traditionally it's such a like rah, rah, blah, blah, blah kind of thing. And, and you were just very much to the point, uh, some would say arrogant about it. What, what, what went into that approach for that night? What, what made you kind of uh, take that spin with it? I guess I got a little bit of a chip on my shoulder for, for the years that I spent, you know, kind of wrestling for the fans and for people. And, and I did that for 13 years, really. And kind of dawned on me that, and maybe this, this comes with age, that I do feel as professional wrestlers, we need to be selfish in a whole lot of ways because in the end of the day, it's, it's my body that I'm, I'm putting through the ringer as a pro wrestler. You know, when I turn 50, 60, 70, I'm the one that's going to deal with all those bumps and bruises. And those are the choices I made. Um, but I don't want to look back and say that I did that for other people. And I, and for a long time, that's what I did. And I can kind of see even how, how it held me back in a way, you know, to where working and fighting for other people um, wasn't enough to get me to where I wanted to go. So when I started thinking okay. a little more selfishly, like I need to do this for myself. I need to do this for my wife who sacrifices countless hours, you know, kind of raising our kids, by herself when I'm away for my kids who are missing their dad on, you know, weekends while I'm out traveling or doing what I'm doing. Like these are the people I need to focus on. And I don't want my kids to look back one day and say like, 
oh, my dad was that goofy guy. That My dad was that silly guy. I want my kids to be able to look back and say, yeah, well, my dad wasn't home. He was out being one of the greatest wrestlers that there were. And, that's you cool. know, wrestling for the fans and, and going out there and being kind of silly and comical, like, that's not going to get it done for me. So, at, you know, I've already proven I can do that. I can go out and just entertain people. But now I, I want to prove that I can go out and be one of the best wrestlers that have ever wrestled. Um, so those are my new goals. And that's what I'm working at. And so far, so good. Question from one of the fans. Uh, it might be something that you kind of already touched on, but uh, do you miss Chikara? Would you go back if that was a choice? Like, not not with the stain on it, because in this in this day and age, like you 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 can't go back, you know, when the entire world, you know, has that kind of impression of it. But yeah, I miss it just because so many of my friends were there, and so many people that I kind of worked alongside of, and sweat alongside of, and sacrificed alongside of were there and like in my mind I I don't know when I'll see all those people in the same room again and that's kind of sad guys that I'd been around for years you know the hollow wickeds um the Icaruses, the guys who are around forever Bryce Remsburg um these people that I've come up with for a long time and now all of a sudden it's just like we've all just kind of been dispersed out into the world so we'll probably never all be in the same place at the same time and, and that's kind of sad I can understand that. Uh, I, I, kind of looking back at the Super 8 tournament, uh, tournaments past, uh, recent past even, uh, we've seen a lot of those guys, I don't I don't want to say use the tournament as a springboard because certainly they had a lot of great achievements on their own. Uh, but after the tournament, uh, really took their careers to the next level. Uh, what's next for a very good professional wrestler, kind of moving forward in the next couple months and even years? Um, and I, I kind of started this a little, like maybe a, over a year ago to where it's just like, I want to wrestle the best wrestlers in the world. Like if I'm going to prove that I belong in those conversations, those are the guys I need to wrestle. So for me, like, it's not about money in the least. Like I, I have a very successful career outside of wrestling. Um, my wife is very, very hardworking people. So I'm not a guy who's hard up for money or a guy who's trying to make a living off the Indies, which would be an awesome thing to do. Don't get me wrong. But like, that's not my goal. Money is by no means my motivator. Like I want those matches. I want to wrestle the best guys that are out there. I'll travel wherever I need to do it. I'll get paid whatever people are willing to give me to have those matches. Um, The more I prove that I can put on great matches against those guys, I'm sure maybe money goes up at that point. But right now my goal is to just get in the ring with anybody that's, you know, considered better than I am. Like maybe even we look at, you know, PWI 500s, like, I want to wrestle guys in the top 100. Like, those are the guys I want to get in the ring with. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of contracts aside and, and, you know, TV deals and all that stuff, uh, if you had to pick one guy that you said you wanted to lock horns with more than anybody else, is there that guy? Uh, right now, for me, it's John Gresham. Like, John Gresham hasn't made a mistake, I don't oh, think, wow. in years. Yeah. So if you can get in a ring with a guy like that and and prove that you belong, like, and the world's been starting to notice him over the last year or two, but he's absolutely mm-hmm. phenomenal. Um, so off the top of my head, definitely I think I'd, I'd go John Gresham. Now that that is that is cool. That that is really cool. Uh, so you're obviously it, it's funny because like, you know, you ask a lot of guys, you know, what do you want to do in the next couple of years, and most of them either say I want to go to you know, one of the TV companies, I want to go to Japan, something like that. But you're, you're more focused on like kind of individual goals and profiling, or, or, I'm sorry, like um, 
like promoting your own profile or whatever. It's it, it's an interesting it's an interesting idea. You're not necessarily like married to the idea of I want to go to this company or like you, you know it's like I I I, I really kind of dig the attitude in a lot of ways. To me, it's it it's kind of like the cream rises to the top, and if I can prove that I'm one of the best in the world, then those things should all come. Like if you want to be in those places, then your goal should be as the best you can be. And if you put the work in and you, you raise yourself to that level, then, you know, TV companies should call. Japan should call. Mexico should call. Like if you're that good, yeah. these companies sh- should seek you out. Um, so I kind of feel like even if you, those things are your goal, then getting yourself to the highest levels you can achieve, like that's what you need to do to get there. Another question from one of the fans, and obviously you've been wrestling for quite a few years now. Uh, what has been your favorite moment to date as a wrestler? Uh, Super 8. Wow, okay. Emotional night okay. for me that, that I didn't expect at all. Um, kind of caught, caught me out of the blue. To go in there, I knew I'd compete and win well, but to win it was, was something else. I'm sitting in my basement now. Down here, I got my little man cave going on. The trophy's right here next to me. Um, that was a big, that was a huge, huge, huge deal to me. Um, if I had to pick another one besides that, I'd say maybe I had a ladder match with Mr. Touchdown at a WrestleMania weekend. Um, that'll always hold a special wow. heart place in my heart, just because him and I kind of yeah. came up together in wrestling. Um, and so for that to be his last match, and we are extremely good friends, uh, that that meant a whole lot too. Um, and maybe even, you know, and I fast forward years ago and I don't even know how many people know this, probably not many, but when I first broke into wrestling, um, I broke in as a tag team with, uh, my cousin who we just grew up together like brothers and loved wrestling. So, uh, our first tournament we were ever in, which was a small company that didn't exist for very long. Um, it was called NEW in York, Pennsylvania tag team tournament. We ever in, we, we won. And that was a huge wow. special night for me too, just because, and we're still brothers, but he, he only wrestled for a few short years, but we, I mean, we're still close like brothers. My kids call him uncle and his kids call me uncle and all of those things. But that's a special night from a long, long, long time ago that even before my Dasher Hadfield days that people probably don't even know ever happened. That is so cool. Uh, so on the line, in case you guys missed it, we have a very good professional wrestler, formerly Dasher Hatfield. Uh, I, I, I got to ask you, um, if people want to kind of follow along with everything that you have going on, and obviously you do keep a pretty busy schedule, uh, where can people keep up with a very good professional wrestler? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at very good pro rest. Um That's as many letters as they would give me, so that's what I fit in there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm easy to, easy to find on, on both of those platforms. Um, very active, especially on my Twitter um, but pretty active on my Instagram too. I try to keep it up to date. That's cool. That, that is, that is cool. Uh, and, uh, one more question or more of a favor really, if it's okay. Um, I, I, I absolutely love the time and I, and I appreciate it so much, man. Um, before we let you go, I'm hoping I can ask the favor of, uh, getting you to record what we call a bumper to play on the beginning of the show. Would that be okay? Yeah, you, that's not a problem. Cool. That way, when you're very big and famous, uh, we'll be able to act like we were best friends the whole time. So it'll be cool, uh, for me at least. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm only years. kidding, of course. Uh, <laughs> so the name of the show is uh, In the Room. If you could just tell people who you are, remind them that they're listening to In the Room, we'll have you on your way. 
All right. I appreciate it, man. This was you know, quick and painless. I enjoyed it. No, thank you. I, I, I try right. to keep it quick and painless. Sometimes it's a little painful, <laughs> but uh, I try to rip the Band-Aid. Um, yeah, right, whenever you're go. ready. I am a very good professional wrestler, and you're listening to In the Room, which is a very good professional podcast. Thank you so much, man. I, I wish you nothing but the best. And I'm sure we'll uh, cross paths again through the ECWA or somewhere else. But, again, thank you so yeah, much for the time. Yeah, I think I'm back, time. back there in December and May already that I know of. Okay. Well, I'll be there in November, so hopefully they got plans beyond that. I guess we'll see. <laughs> All right, man. Cool. Thanks for Take having care, me. Take care, man. All right. Bye-bye. Now, that was a very good professional wrestler, Dasher Hatfield. Uh, great time. Uh, tremendously ambitious fellow. And I, I can't wait to see Stro uh, where he goes. Because I, I got a feeling that, uh, you know, that, 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 that the humility is there. You know, he, he doesn't say, I want to go to WWE. But, you know, usually the guys who want to fight the best end up in WWE. Or even if not there, Japan, wherever. Like, this guy, he's got the right mentality. And I think he's going to go real far in this business because he always was a good wrestler. Yeah, I wish him all the best. So, uh, it, he's yeah. great. He really is. Uh, so what we're going to – and Kathy, you saw him live. I forgot that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You probably got to take his temperature. No, he might have beaten you there. <laughs> no, I was doing the front door temperatures. <laughs> you, you were doing you, – you were doing the – <laughs> the mutant temper. I'm only kidding. End it right the there. The fan. End it right the there. The fan. <laughs> End it. You got like, you got like the heckler coming in. You know, you got to take his temperature. End it. Stro, this guy's funny. Heckler. The heckler. He uh, yeah. he has a goatee, of his own uh-huh. spit. Oh. Oh man. I'm teasing, of course. I'm teasing, of course. Now this guy makes He's fun so of everybody. Well. He's great. He's great. Oh, okay. <laughs> he makes fun of everybody, but he's a good guy. Uh, 914 <laughs> <laughs> It's a life of something. Uh, so what we're going to do right now, we're going to take a commercial break, 914-338-1885. And on the other side, we got the callers, Kathy. I didn't tag them, but they're here. They found us anyway. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Yeah, uh, we'll be right back, guys. On the other side, we're gonna have a good time tonight. I can feel it. Talk to you real soon. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest running wrestling podcast networks, having started way back in 2010. VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern and In the Room. Featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro, both shows take callers live during the show. And recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, 
Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists, and more. We've excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. The morning after, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Brady Hicks and... Homeboy Rap Boy here. I tell you what, we got a good show right here in the afternoon at 12 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on the VOC Nation. Talking wrestling, football, news, whatever's going on in the world today. VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Hey, this is Total Package Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. 
each and every Thursday night. Check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Steins of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Since 2012, HIC Talk Radio has been bringing you the best of independent wrestling and wrestling on the worldwide scale with interviews and other segments now featuring the Wrestling Historian with Craig Legon. Every Thursday night at 6 p.m. at VOCNation.com or go to your Android or iPhone and type in VOC Nation Radio Network and subscribe to the greatest wrestling podcast network in the world. Listen to HIAC Wrestling Podcast today. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact. Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez. And former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern. And, of course, In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And, by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. The morning after, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network, Brady Hicks and... Homeboy Rap Boy here. I tell you what, we got a good show right here in the afternoon at 12 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on the VOC Nation. Talking wrestling, football, news, whatever's going on in the world today. VOCNation.com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. 
Welcome back. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Radio Network, VOCNation.com, VBradyHicks.com. And we're very excited to be here tonight. Uh, first of all, thank you to a very good professional wrestler, formerly Dasher Hatfield of Chikara, uh, for a tremendous interview tonight. It was short and sweet, Cassie, as they say. You know, he, uh, he got all his stuff in in 15 minutes, and I didn't feel like I missed a beat. Uh, so there's something to be said for that. You don't need to talk for an hour. In order to be good. He was good. I, I, I plumb didn't have anything else to ask him. Not without digging he deeper. He was. He was and like, Yeah, and, oh, and yeah. I didn't want to dig too much into Chikara because, like, obviously he's looking to move forward, you know? So I was happy with it. I, I was happy with it. Uh, so 914-338-1885, the... Uh, our Ninja Turtle friends are on the line. We'll get to you guys in one second. Just hang tight. Um, and Shredder again, if anybody also. wants to join us. <laughs> <laughs> I see Bebop and Rocksteady. I'm not sure about Shredder yet. Oh, there's Krang. Krang is here. Uh, 914-338-1885. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I am just playing, of course. Uh, before we get into all that and before we get into the discussion, uh, once again, Stro, uh, tell us, what, what do you got going on, man? Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, Thursday night on WCW Retro at 9 p.m. Standard Time, our uh, special interview with uh, Billy Silverman. Uh, nice. Uh, former WCW official. Yeah, looking forward to yeah. that. And for anybody who likes to uh, want me to ask some questions, certain questions, email them to me at uh, <laughs> WCWRetro at Yahoo.com, and I'll try to get as many as I can <laughs> for the interview. So You don't want to bring to them on the air with them? Can oh, I no. just call in and harass him? <laughs> <laughs> well, well uh, Kathy, of course. You, Kathy, anytime Kathy. you want to call, harass him. Kathy, Kathy doesn't yours, need to Kathy. write down her questions. <laughs> you get the red carpet, Kathy. Anything you want. <laughs> no, thank you. I love so you. Kathy, I, I, <laughs> Kathy, I didn't even mention, uh, I do want to mention, I really do, um, that we, uh, I was asked to do the November 7th ECWA show. And uh, this is kind of really kind of special and unique to me. Um, and I hope it works out as much as I'm excited for it. Uh, it is a joint World One ECWA show, right? So it's uh, so both promotions, obviously, uh, they're owned by the same person now. You know, this the same entity mm-hmm. owns both ECWA and World One. Uh, so ECWA has its name on the Pretzelmania brand, Kathy. Uh, but this will be unique for me because I'm going to be doing commentary with somebody with whom I've never worked in my entire life. With uh, the, the the other half of the other commentary team from Super 8, the one that was heard on IWTV, uh, Pelly Primo and myself. So it's going to be the best awesome. of World 1 and the best of ECWA joining forces. I, I am excited. It'll be fun. It'll be weird without Phil, though. It'll be weird without Phil. i got to say, I hope that Phil comes back soon. That's great. I, he, he and I have been partners for like eight years now. Yeah, it's hard to believe. That's so cool. Or seven. You, you years, know, next like week. That. Yeah. I got a guest next week too on WCW Retro. Uh, yeah. Ever Ever Devore. Okay. Longtime ring veteran and uh, matter of fact, yeah, he did some WCW shots back in the day too, and 
Uh, he's, he's got cool. his own show with uh, Diego called the Diego and Divorce Show podcast. He'll, he'll be the guest for next week. Is that and Diego then, um, from Q102? It, uh, no. no uh, indie wrestler, uh, Diego De La Rosa. Indie wrestler, okay. Okay. Because there yeah. was a, a longtime but, DJ here in Philadelphia who, um, Kathy, you probably knew him, right? Diego. Yeah. I, I don't know his last name. He had a show on Q102 for the longest time. Okay. Yeah, Diego yeah. and DeVore used to be tag team partners in the 80s. Oh, okay, well. okay. And, and well, I, um, in fact, the DeVore used to team with Bobby Starr for a bit, too. Oh, okay. Cool. We've had Bobby Starr on the show before. Uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That is cool. I thought so. um, I'm going to go to my tag team partner right now, at least in the bar. Uh, I would go to her every time I'm in a fight with the APA. Uh, we're going to go to Tora. What's going on, Tora? Hey, what's up? What what's the word, girl? What to do, baby Nothing boo? Much. Nothing much. That's a just chilling. That's a cute picture. Tora sent me a picture of her daughter uh, strangling a cat, and the cat it looks adorable Not with the eyes all big. Cat, holding the cat. Oh, it looked like you were strangling. I thought she was strangling. Oh, his eyes were all big. Oh my! No. I was like, talk about embracing Halloween. Yeah, too much love there. <laughs> <laughs> the black cat. She was just holding. She was just holding, holding her. Oh, jeez. Is that how she holds you? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Tora? How you doing? I'm doing all right. Just hanging good, in there. Good, good. I wanted to get you first tonight because you called in early. I, and um, I feel like I usually get you when you're half asleep or asleep. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know it, too. You know it's true. Girl, you know mm-hmm. it's true. It, was that Minnie Vidalli? Oh, Tor. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. Girl, you know it's true. I think it is, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I think it is. It's cool. So uh, what else is new to her? What do you think about Randy Orton? He's really been St. Louis guy. He's really been doing a lot lately. I think that he's gone mentally crazy. I think he's gone mentally crazy too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that he's not even quite there. You don't think he's not even quite mentally crazy yet? I think he's there. Yeah. Kathy, was he this crazy when he was like five? He was always fine joking around with me and everything. Was he like <laughs> was he like trying to RKO you when you weren't looking? No, see, I I was always hanging out with his dad and his dad wouldn't let that yeah. happen. Okay. Isn't it true that his dad got the cast because Randy Orton kept RKO in him and then his arm kept re-breaking? Oh, stop it. I thought I remembered hearing that. Not true? <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> oh, Tora. You think Randy Orton's going to win the title? Because he keeps challenging for it and he keeps losing. I think that he probably will. I think he will, too. You think Randy Orton will win more titles than anybody else? Yeah. Because he's close to catching Ric Flair and John Cena and Triple H. The three best of all time, apparently. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Anything else? What you drinking tonight? I'm not drinking anything tonight. <laughs> okay. That's why I can understand you. <laughs> you have a great voice when you're not drunk, Tori. You do. Thank you. Yeah. Doesn't she? She does. <laughs> oh, Tora. The kids like you, Tora. All right, Tora. <laughs> Pleasure talking to you, hon. Love you. Yes. Love you, too. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. I yeah. forgot to tell you, Brady, uh, Friday night ahead. on my... Um, Horror sci-fi show, The Stroh Zone. <laughs> yes. At midnight Eastern yes. time. Uh, Facebook.com slash Stroh the Maestro is the place. Check it out. At midnight. Uh-huh. Uh, the, this, Friday night, this Friday night's feature is going to be the original Frankenstein of Boris Karloff. Oh, nice. You get okay. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. I used to I used to date her in college. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, okay. She was a female. Uh, 914-338-1885. Uh, let's go to uh, Malcolm. Kathy, I can't turn it down. So uh, I can't turn down the volume. How you doing tonight, Malcolm? I'm doing You're good, the man, dude. I'm... You're the man, dude. Uh, you know what? I call this show, Brady. I just love your interviews with your guests. You did Thanks, a great brother. one tonight. I don't want to get in these Short and sweet. As Jeff Jarrett used to say, the king of the mountain, uh, mm-hmm. the chosen one, used to say, these slap nuts. I don't want to get into a dispute with these slap nuts. I want to talk to you. You know, I want to talk to Stro. I like uh, Kathy. When she was on there with, Thursday night, we didn't. I didn't expect to her to call in. She had some great comments to say about Rick Flair and Sherry Michel, some stuff I never heard before, and you know, Brady. Yeah, wasn't that great? If you, respect, if you can't respect people like Stro, he has to put time in the gym. Plus, he has to be a good actor. A good wrestler has to be a combination of two entertainers. They have to be a great athlete and a great actor, whether they're female or male, whether they're independent or pro. I'm always going to respect every wrestler I get a chance to meet. I have respect for the ones I haven't met yet, like John Cena like The Rock, you know, um, but, you know, they can be how they want to be Brady. But That's right. He's going to do something big with me coming up in the NAWA. I don't know what it is. I'm not going to say anything about it because, you know, Chaz Moretti told me don't say anything until he announces it. And I asked Tony if he'd be my agent, my manager, on Sunday night, and he says, well, we'll talk when we get together. And if you mm-hmm. want to do it, I'm going to ask the Stinger. I bought these great greeting cards. There you go. Ask the Stinger. Yeah. Yeah. And, hey, and Stinger's hey, wow. on <laughs> March 15th at the Eastern Cannery uh, near Boulder Highway in Las Vegas. He told me that my character reminds me of Will Ferrell in the Elf movies. I found these greeting cards, Christmas cards, <laughs> and the Will Ferrell is the Elf on it. Is that cool or what? I got them for $5, 12 of them. No. That is the okay. coolest thing I could ever think of. 
Yeah, I'm going to send one to, <laughs> one to Papa Stroh along with – I got this real cool gift I got because I missed his birthday back in January because there's corona stuff, and I was in Washington, D.C., you know, and all that was going on. But Papa Stroh, I'm going to make up to it for you. I got this real cool thing from the Bradford Exchange. It's got the Steelers on it, the, the five-time oh, nice. world Time world champion Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, you're going to love awesome. this, baby. <sighs> and me. you know what, I was on there Thursday night, and I didn't want to say anything at first. And same thing with you, Brady. You guys are professional. You work, you work with Bill Acker. You work with Bill Acker from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. That He's is my so boy. Cool. I yeah, when I, we, were, we were in Citrus Heights. Me and my brother and my mom were sharing an apartment. And um, I used to watch Channel 58, uh, Sacramento. Wait, Citrus Heights? Heights? Yeah, it's a little bit north That's of Sacramento. That's where the orange juice came from, isn't it? No. <laughs> no, no. I thought it was. I thought it was. It's where the mimosa you know, came from. I yeah. told Tony, you know, um, that I saw you on PWI. I didn't see you, but I saw Bill After and Gordon Stoley, and I found out you're part of PWI. They actually had a TV show. And he used to um, go over all the federations. Yeah. WCW, you know, all over the place. Memphis, you know, and get recaps on are what you, happened. Are you being taken up by aliens right now? No, no, I'm, I'm in it front of like Walmart. It sounds like a beam. Okay, okay. A beam? It sounds like you were being beamed up. No, I'm, I'm not being beamed up. <laughs> all right. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> No, I, I don't think you've been abducted. I just called to talk to you because I enjoy, you know, you joke with me, you clown with me like Bruce <laughs> Worth did. We're just having fun, though. Yeah, we're just yeah, having fun. I Same think, as Bruce does, yeah. Like, I, I was going to say, like, those aliens are pulling you up, but then they heard you yelling, and they put you back down real fast. <laughs> no, no. Tony, I told Tony Sunday night, I want to go, if I go to New York to meet him, I want to go to Madison Square Garden, the Mecca like the Omni and Georgia. There you go. I want to go to Madison Square Garden where all the greatest wrestling WWF matches, most of them took place, you know, and I want to go to Yankee Stadium. I want to see the Yankees. I want to see a live. I used to know guys in the Army, and they were from New York. Some of them, they take Malcolm. You've got to go to Yankee Stadium and see a game. I want to, I want to wait till a, there's a baseball player up at bat and just yell like Hulk Hogan. I went to this Atlanta Braves game. Drill Sergeant Artist took me with his two sons, and I yelled when David Justice, that was his favorite player, and he, I yelled like Holcomb, what you going to do when David Justice hits a home run over the fence? <laughs> and he went over the center field fence, a solo shot, and then in the chipper phone got up, and I did it for him. Man, these Atlanta Braves fans, they're funny. Hey, Malcolm, you need to be a Atlanta Braves fan for life. I was like, love this, man. What you going to do? <laughs> When Malkamania runs wild on you, brother. I, just, I love it. You know, maybe I'm moving to South Carolina. I'm not moving there, you know, for any other reason. But I want to be in the area when Hulk Hogan has a meet and greet. There fly, you go. I my car drive down there and get more. I'm going to get so many pictures of the Hulkster. I don't give a damn who don't like it. As the Rock you would know say, it doesn't matter what you think. You, you know what's great about South Carolina, Malcolm, is we could make a plan at six o'clock in the morning to meet at, to meet for lunch at twelve o'clock. Yeah, bring in Virginia somewhere. We'll go to McDonald's. Yeah. I'll buy you a real nice yeah, yeah. All right, brother. Yeah. 
You're on. Or I'll go or when I'm and, up in New York, Stroke can meet us too. Not. I always want to go to Philadelphia. Be great. Yeah. As long as your problem is not to bother Stroh as you drive through North Carolina. No, I I don't have any intention. Yeah, you know what? I was in Merlin's TV in Pocatello here, and I was mm-hmm. my sound my headphones adjusted by Alan and Calvin, and they went out of their way to do this for me. And these guys had an 85-inch TV for $9,000. And then Alan said, someday we're going to have a 100-inch television. I want to get my credit straightened out, and I want a 100-inch TV. You know how cool it's going to be to watch Batman and Robin on a 100-inch television and a rock, baby? It's going to be like... It sounds amazing. My my experience is if you want to buy a hundred inch TV that you probably don't have credit straightened out credit. That's just my experience, but I could be wrong. <laughs> well, you come down, we'll watch wrestling matches together. You I know love what it, else brother. Cool? I feel like I'm right there. I was watching, I was watching uh, SummerSlam '89, The Ultimate Warrior against Ravishing Rick Root, and then I watched Cla- um, I watched uh, Starcade '88, and uh, Lex Luger was taking on Rick Flair. It was making me laugh because. Flair and Rick Rude were, were, were fearing Luger and Ultimate Warrior with their size, their dominant size. And, and, they were, and, and Rude and Flair were making these uh, silly gestures. And, and I, I told Rick Flair one time, I said, I ma- you made me laugh when I was, when I was young, younger back in the 80s, my 20s. I said, Rick, you were so funny. Ha-ha! <laughs> 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 He'd sit there and pose. <laughs> You know, and then I I told Lex Luger that you know when he took that that chair and he rammed it over your knee in the main event and at Jim Roscoe's it sounded like a twenty. You know, Sorry about just, that. You know, it was just so cool, Brady. I mean, if you can't appreciate whether it's independent or pro, if you can't appreciate and what you know. <laughs> piece, but I, I thought it was a really cool idea. The WWE is looking to, to invest in virtual reality. Have you guys heard this? Uh, I'm not into video games or virtual reality. No, this, is, this is so different, Malcolm. You're going to love this. If, if this actually comes true, and again, this oh, is just me speculating, but if WWE wants to invest, you know like augmented reality? You know, you put on... You put on... Hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you put on, okay. like, these goggles, and it looks like, like you can see, like, you're interacting with a video game world with your own body, right? What you're looking yeah. at is, like, a, so, so this idea is, and, th- and this is just me spitballing here, Kathy, but if they can get this technology going, 
They reformat some of their WWE network footage, right? And they could literally sell out, I'm going to say, uh, the arena down there in Philly. What's it called? First Union, Wachovia. What, what, it's got a million different names. What, I, I forget what it's called at the moment. But Wells Fargo, is that it? Wachovia? First Union? Kathy, do you know what it is? Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo. So they could sell out Wells Fargo, Malcolm, and everybody puts on their goggles, and you could sit there and watch WrestleMania three as up your, as if you're like up in the stadium. Oh, I'd love to do that. I met this web model. Her name is Dita Bontese. She was actually I'd like married to do that with the augmented reality. Yeah, and sorry, she go ahead. Movie, she had this movie. It was called Slick City, and she could actually. Um, her uh, this friend of hers invented this thing where you could actually reach out when you put the goggles on, it looked like you were actually touching this person, you know. And she was talking <laughs> about it, and I told her, you know, I said, you know, that's just like, I don't know if I'm ready. I told Dina, I don't think I'm ready for that, you know. But I, yeah. I met her at this mom show. It was December 2000 in Lakewood at the mall, and um, yeah. we were on the second floor. And we took this picture, and the next time I met her at another model show, she signed the 4 by 6 for me. Uh, I, think okay. that, I think it was before she married Marilyn Manson, but Dita was – she was not only beautiful, she's really smart, and she was really nice, you know. I met Stacy cool. Burke. She was nice. I met Stacy Burke, the reason I met um, Hugh Hefner accidentally. She said, he had two beautiful blondes. <laughs> and he if I read his magazine and I told him – I only looked at it one time. This guy at That's Fort what I Benny, told my mom. Officer told me, he said, there's a picture of Lisa Peluso and Jessica, Jessica Collins from Loving. And, he, and he, I said, Hugh, that's the only time I looked in the magazine. And I said, I, he said, well, what do you want to talk to me about? I said, you were on the odd couple. And uh, Felix was, was, took uh, the Playboy company to court because Gloria Unger uh, they were going to use her as Miss April, and he was—he didn't want his wife moving in the nude, you know. And he lost the case, and and I said, Hugh, you go, you know, you're really a good photographer, but a lousy lawyer. And me and Hugh Abner would just laugh, and it was so cool. <laughs> I love it. I'm just I love it, brother. I don't want to take over the world. When I become an actor, I just want to do it with dignity. You know, I want to get Papa Stroke more recognized. You know, maybe maybe someday, you know, I can get him in the position where he's so good, maybe he'll win an Academy Award. Like, like in Maybe, you know. Maybe Malcolm, maybe you could make him so I'd big that one day people say, you know, WCW used to have Maestro, not the other way around. <laughs> yeah. That would be something, yeah. wouldn't it? I didn't realize you had a ballet named Symphony. And I can't believe Mike didn't pick that up because Mike's the yeah. one who goes gone. Yeah. Lady Rest. Well, we we had her on the show before, too. Uh, she was Ryan Shamrock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I met, I met lady wrestlers, Brady. You know, I met, um, I talked to um, uh, uh, Velvet Sky, and I met all these lady wrestlers. Because my brother was crazy about him, and I like to do things, extra special things for my family. So I like to get autographs from my brother for all the lady wrestlers. But why is it all the lady wrestlers? Like, I met this one, and she was in this movie, All the Marbles, Ricky Fredericks and Peter Falk, Columbo. It was called All the Marbles. All the Marbles? 
Yeah. Her name callers, they have half their marbles. <laughs> her name is Lorraine Land. And yeah. We were I the Jobs from Airplane to Black Eyes Barbara Billingsley. Lorraine Land was all over me. You know? And you know what? I feel bad because what? if Lorraine Land hears this, I was I was more concerned about my little dog bandit and I wanted to get back home to him after the Hollywood show. And I asked Lorraine if she wanted to follow me out there. She didn't want to go out to San Bernardino. But I want to tell Lorraine that if she's still interested, you know, she's about, let's see, I'm 56. She's about six years older than me. If she liked me to take her to dinner or spend some time with her, I would absolutely love it. I really would. Because you know? I, I want somebody, I don't want somebody in their 20s or 30s. I want somebody close to my age that could be a little older than me. They could a little be a little younger go. than me. A little more mature. I want somebody to talk with. I really do. Yeah. Um, how's, by the way, speaking of girls in their 20s and 30s, how's Mike doing? Is he all right? Have you talked to him? Uh, Mike, Mike was at um, uh, Calvary Baptist Church Sunday for Roundup Sunday. Everyone Hello? dressed up in Western gear. And Mike, oh, Mike yeah, I saw that. Yeah. You know, I took Mike. I told Mike if, like I if I would have gone there, I'd have dressed up like Robert Conrad, James West, because I love the wild, wild west. When I, was, I told Robert there Conrad, you go. I love you and Artis, Artemis Gordon. You're like, they're like the Western version of Batman and Robin to me. And, and Robert Conrad puts his arm around me. That's so cool. <laughs> oh, boy. That's cool, man. That is cool. That is cool. Uh, Malcolm, I'm going to put you back on hold. I hope that's okay. Uh, we, we, I want to try and get our commercial obligations done. And uh, after that, we'll just be able to roll right through, continue to take calls as we head toward the, uh, the twilight of the show. So what we're going to do right now, we're going to take that commercial break. Uh, 914-338-1885. In the room on the VOC Nation radio network. We'll be right back. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Paul Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. 
Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We've excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. The morning after, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Brady Hicks and... Homeboy Rap Boy here. I tell you what, we got a good show right here in the afternoon at 12 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on the VOC Nation. Talking wrestling, football, news, whatever's going on in the world today. VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is the sister, the Doctor of Style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at nine. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star, Stro Maestro, Kazzy Fitz, Matt Grimm, and you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling with History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. On Wrestling With Problems, we deal with two things, wrestling and problems. On the wrestling side, we cover the major fads as well as the indies. As far as problems go, we cover our problems, American problems, and world problems. Sometimes the problems are even related to wrestling. Every week, comedian King David Lane and wrestler, promoter, Chris Best discuss the best and especially the worst in the world of wrestling.
Well, that brings back the memories. <laughs> that was cool. Sure does. Courtesy of our friends at WCW Retro, the, the Halloween Havoc theme uh, in honor of NXT reviving the uh, brand. Hopefully, uh, they do that a bunch of times with old WCW stuff. I, I honestly wish they would do it more. Um, yeah. You know, back in the day when they bought WCW and they were going to make them their own brand, and like, I. It would have been such a cool idea had they followed through. I, I I understand that they couldn't have all the stars, but even just like if they had that infrastructure in place like they have today, Stro, WCW could have been NXT. Totally. And it would have been amazing. And you work in mm-hmm. some WCW guys, you get a bunch of young up-and-coming guys, and, and it would have been such a good thing. It's a shame. It really is. Uh, 914-338-1885 I, I would have loved it I would have uh, We're actually going to bring on um, Our co-host Derek McDonald as well Derek joining us on the line And we are so glad that you're here man uh, <laughs> How you one doing? Those nights, huh? How you doing? Derek. Yeah it was one of those nights One of those nights I, I, I was joking around I, I didn't tag anybody on Facebook Other than you guys That I was doing the show And uh, <laughs> I just wanted to see who would call in and it's nice because, like, we got a couple callers, but it's not like I'm trying to get 30 people on the air and be off by midnight. Oh, that's great. You get to actually talk wrestling, too? That's, that's well, I didn't great. say that, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked to uh, and Malcolm, so you get the idea. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh no, but what you we were saying I, I mean I don't I don't know if you caught what I was just saying, but it, it's really a shame that they couldn't have done more with the WCW brand because uh, if they had the kind of like infrastructure that they had in place today, um, WCW really could have been a thing in two thousand one. And it's nuts because they still had to pay like the remainder of Sting and Goldberg and. Got, they had to pay all those guys' contracts. You would think you yeah. want to run a separate company, still have those guys on the contract. You could run all throughout the South with those guys, and you could generate more money. You, you, you would think they would do it, but, you know, the old man, he just had to rule everything. I I think, yeah, I, I really think he spent that, what was it, a million and a half, uh, just so that he could ha- say he held WCW in his hands and, like, Fire yeah. Jeff Jarrett and Gold Dust. That's really all he it's did. So, that's uh, it's this. I mean, can you? He had the opportunity to do a Stone Cold Goldberg match, uh, yep. a Stone Cold Hulk Hogan match. He had the opportunity to bring in, you know, Hall and Nash when they were still big deals. You know, he had the opportunity to bring all these guys in, and instead of bringing them all in at once and doing the legit, you know, invasion. He does the, the the pseudo invasion, and he, he pays all these guys to come in years later. It was so stupid. The only guy who survived it was, that it was. Was, was Booker T. He's the only one. Right. Yeah. Yeah, even like DDP, like the way he came in, it was like, it was very clear from the beginning that they were never going to capitalize on what he was in WCW. Yeah. I, I mean, you keep hearing about the Sting Undertaker match. You could have did Sting Taker when they were both young and still could go. That would have made yep. it. Yeah. Yeah. They just they ruined it. I I it's 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 terrible. It's a shame. It, it really is. 
Um, and, and it gets me fired up now, like, to think about it, you know, because they'll use WCW things still, mm-hmm. like like War Games or, like, Halloween Havoc or the Great American Bash, any number of things they'll do. Starcade. But they couldn't <laughs> do that. They just couldn't bring themselves to do that. And here we are Honestly, in 2020. Yeah. And Vince is, Vince is in more love with Goldberg in 2020 than he was in 02. Right. He hated him when he was there in 04. <laughs> he hated him. <laughs> the only reason he wanted to bring him in was to uh to be to 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 uh to lose to Brock Lesnar. I'm I'm, right. I'm almost positive of it. And and obviously Brock leaving that that soured Vince and he's like, "All right, screw you," you know? But like yeah, yeah it's if they brought WCW back today. And I, I, it would be so impossible to like ever be the same, and that's a shame because they had so much momentum. It, it, it really is a horrible thing. It, it's a shame. It, it really is. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. So lots to talk about tonight. But before we talk anything serious, uh, I do want to bring on Rat Boy because he's up next. Uh, Rat Boy, my friend. Thank you for putting up that picture of me headlocking you. It really, it really made me feel good inside. <laughs> yeah, it got that happened. I think ten years ago, from uh, ten years ago. Ten years ago, Rambo, you look like you're Something ninety like in that picture. I don't know, but that, that, that's a good picture, though. I came up on my it's memory. It's a good picture of today. you. It's a good picture of you. I look like um, I look like I went on FaceApp and like. Multiplied my uh, weight by two, which I guess I did. Okay, let me uh, tell everybody right now. Okay, I had a weekend scare. Okay. Did my it mom was in the hospital. Oh, yeah. No, I'm my sorry. mom in the hospital. I forgot. I forgot. I'm sorry. Yeah, look at your bird. Yeah, my mom was in the hospital all weekend. Yeah. But she's okay, though. She, she's okay. She's home, resting, and all that other stuff. She's home. What was wrong with her? What happened was that she um, got water in her legs, and oh, she wasn't yeah. taking her, and she wasn't taking her water pills, and the water was going to her heart. Oh Ooh. yeah. So she, did she have heart failure? Almost, but they put her Almost. in ICU. They put her okay. in ICU. Okay. For this ICU was for the better. Okay. Yeah. She was improving yeah. real good. That's good. But That's now good. she's home resting and all that other stuff. That was she got home Sunday. Okay. That's I, good. I yeah, I was worried when you said she was in the hospital because I know you lost a few family members to uh to corona. Yeah, but my mom getting or Corona Light or or one of them, yeah. So like what? Yeah, Corona Light virus they have. Corona Light, yeah. Bye. <laughs> Guess what? I picked up. Uh, I was down Columbus <laughs> Sunday. Yeah. I was down Columbus Sunday. Monday. Okay. okay. I got no, a good Columbus, bargain. No, Columbus, New Jersey. He went to like the flea market. Oh. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I, Red Boy, I gotta join you there. You go every Sunday. I, I'm there every Sunday. I'm gonna take my family there and not tell them that we're going to see you. <laughs> okay. It sounds like a good uh, I'll be at, I'll be at the show. 
<laughs> I used to love the flea. I used to love flea markets. Well, 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 I used to get well, all my nails and bear books from Me there. too. Well, flea markets. Yeah. You get Tony finds it. That's where I used to buy my PWIs when I got into Pro Wrestling Illustrated. They they would sell them like five for a dollar. Oh, I'm, I miss flea market. I miss a good flea market. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Now you've got me wanting to go Rapley. I used to go to there in Berlin <laughs> all the time. Uh, I'm I'm uh, right on the other side of CC Sausage. Do you get yeah. to see how the sausage is made? Do you do you get to see how it's made? Yeah. Okay. That's great. That's great. Oh, I, I, I got Huh? Go ahead. It's What's your bargain? I stand. I'm we're on the other side of the fence there. Okay. Uh-huh. I got a bargain. This guy was selling restaurant figures. Okay. Okay. Who'd you get? He had all the old ones, but they were all ruined except for one. The big rubber the one? LGN. LGN. All right. It's a, it's a, it's a, the box is, is a classic stu- superstars. Okay. It's got uh-huh. the WrestleMania. It's got the WrestleMania 22 ticket in it. Oh, those. Oh. Okay. So, the fabulous Moolah. Oh. oh, that's the cool. Guy, the guy, the guy that was trying to sell for like for sixty cool. bucks, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, the guy, the guy had I, it for twenty. Uh, I took them down to eight. I got it for eight dollars. Wow. Really? That's wow. amazing. That that's good. That good bad. for you. I, I that guy, Rat Boy, and I think it's him. I'm pretty sure because I've been there before. Uh, he was selling a blue blazer one for almost like two hundred dollars. God damn. Uh, uh, is it uh? This was years a ago. A dark man? Is it a dark man? With the hell does that mean? I told him that. You mean the seller? Was he? Was he? Yeah. A dark? No. I don't remember. Was wearable black? I don't remember. I don't remember. Okay. A dark man. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's trying to choose his words. I mean. You're... I mean, hey, he's more diplomatic than Justin, right? I was about to say thank you, Rapper. I appreciate it. <laughs> right, hey, cook. Yo, Derek, you're a duck man. That's horrible. How you no, doing, hey, man? Hey, 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 all right, Rap Boy, that's enough. I'm a brother man. I, I, actually, actually, the 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 the, the brown man. Put it there that you way. Go. There you go. All right. He, he's yeah, a but, POC, yeah. as they say. It's, it's still in the box and all. It's still in the box and all that I got it. Yeah. And this is the and this is the first female wrestler that I got on my shelf. You oh, believe really? That? What about yeah. the really? Oh, I I have Stephanie McMahon and Alexa Bliss. Oh Jesus. <laughs> I have. I'm looking for a China doll. Happy retirement, Jazz. Yeah, oh, but yeah, yeah, she, yeah. I didn't hear that. Okay. Yeah. I like Jazz. After after she left WWE, we used to go see her in um, WSU. I I have an unpopular opinion about Jazz. Some people get upset. You know, they say Trish Stratus is, like, the greatest of all time. And I always say she was only as good as Jazz, Victoria, Molly Holly, and and Lita. And, and yeah, Mickey. I think those women made her look great, especially Jazz. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think so. I I think Trish was the one that WWE wanted to get behind because she was yeah 
blonde, I'll say. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I um yeah no you're right you know you know it's funny um because as a fan sometimes you get like you have misperceptions of like how people are or how people look or whatever um when I was a fan and I watched Jazz on Raw or ECW I thought she was huge I thought she was yeah. like a big lady <laughs> yeah. and then I met her and she's not more than five four or five five she's small yeah she's yeah she's tiny. I had no idea. I remember I saw her at a live event, and she was body slimming some guy. And it was like, oh, my God, she looks like a child in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she looked like the Eagles running back core. It was crazy. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, rap boy. Oh, yeah. Last night, Rolf was the, was the best. But except for the last match, because I went to bed before the last match started. Put it that way. Oh, the last match was all right. Well, what do you think about I didn't Ali? watch it. What do you think about Ali? I know. He he looked that kind, you know. I said, wait a minute. It could be him, <laughs> but I wasn't sure it was going to be him or not. <laughs> the Foot Clan. The Foot Soldiers. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Rikitushin, whatever they want to call them, you know, Ooh. the ninjas, I don't care who they are. But I, I think he's like supposed, a... supposed to be the one, like the hacker of yes. SmackDown. Yeah. yeah. They tied it all together, right? There you go. Me they little tied bro, it all together. He's responsible there. for GTV as well. <laughs> Rap, well you I, I stole that. I stole that. You I can't Ra- take credit for that. Rap, well, you missed me and Stroh were going for Ricochet to join the Hurt Business, and he let us down last night. Yeah, man. Oh. You, think you know what's going to happen? Join? You know what's going to happen once Ricochet joins? They're not going to have. They're they're going to have to go after everybody else. <laughs> Nobody to fight anymore. Yeah. No. But you know what? Unlike the NWO, like they're actually making. It's stronger by adding those guys. It's it's uh it's good. Yeah. It is. It, it's um I I was saying uh, listen like um MVP it's not that I didn't like him. Mm-hmm. But to me his first run was nothing special. Like I can yeah. remember when like I can remember when he and and um Ken Kennedy were the two that they were going to get behind on SmackDown and and they had, like, uh, one of them fought Batista and the other one fought The Undertaker at Survivor Series that one year. And I was yeah. like, okay, like, this is cool, and, like, this is fun, but I was like, I just didn't see it in MVP. I, I thought, like, here's a guy that they're going to lose interest in real fast because he's not, like, I don't know. He just didn't seem that special to me. But this yeah. second run, you know, how he brought Bobby Lashley out of his shell. Mm-hmm. All that he's done for all these other black members of, like, black roster members, you know? Like, even the guys that aren't in his group that he's feuding with, like, everybody is elevated, and it's all because of... I can't imagine WWE Creative came up with this. I think it's got to be him. And and he's one of... You always hear, like, the older guys go, you know, I want to get I want to get one last run and help out the younger talent. He's one of the... He's come in and he's helped. Like you said, everybody he's touched, he's helped. Yes. Apollo wasn't even on TV a year ago, and look at him now. He's on TV every week, and he was champion. Right. 
Right. Yeah, and um, and Cedric. Uh, I mean, I'm I I don't know what's up with Cedric, but uh, I mean Ricochet. The, the whole, it it's it's been it's just been so good. It 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 really has. And I love the fact that Bobby Lashley is walking around as a bully now. He's making people switch yeah. seats. He's he's taking their food. It's so much better. It's so much better. Like last year, this time we were complaining about. Smiling, goofy, following Lana around. No. And this is what so much better. Yeah. yeah. yeah what, what a difference. It, it, it shows you, if Vince trusts you, he'll let you do what you want. I just wish he trusted more people. Because it seems like the people yeah. who are doing the best are the Hurt Business and Roman, and, and you hear Vince is letting them do their own thing, which is he should do more of it. Drew, yeah. Yeah, and Drew, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> And how about how about the, uh, stuff, the untouchable Carmella? Man, she was oh, hot. You think? <laughs> you don't like her better the other way around? <laughs> I, I I like her this way. The way she's looking now. Wow. Damn. Was she the mystery what woman? I haven't seen SmackDown yet. Yeah, she's yeah. a mystery lady. Oh, see, I thought it was going to be Chelsea Green. I really did. Me too. I don't. What? I don't understand. They had Chelsea Green and Deanna Perrazzo, and they didn't put them together. They could have been money as a tag team. They let Deanna yeah. go, and they're doing nothing with Chelsea. I don't understand it. I do think Chelsea's going to come up, and she'll have a nice run. I don't know what happened with Deanna, uh, but they had, for first of all, for years they were going to sign her. She missed the first Mae Young Classic. Like, they made her an alternate after basically saying she was in. So something mm-hmm. happened there. Then, yeah. like, she was in the second one. And then, like, they waited, like, a year to sign her, and she was barely there. I know. And if you remember I, back in, like, 2014, she was on, like, Raw and SmackDown a number of times. Yeah. it's. I don't know if she got lost in the shuffle because they have all those women down there. But yeah. I mean, somebody is talented to her. You find something. For, I mean, with Mercedes Martinez, was she in, in, in NXT for four months, <laughs> if that? Something like, you like can that. Find yeah. You can find something for somebody if you if you really like them. You, you, you do, you do. But uh, something's going on there. I I don't know what it is, but uh, I I also wanted to mention Chelsea Green because I saw somebody sent me a picture, and uh, I I, I got to be really careful how I say this, Derek, because sometimes mm-hmm. I I put my foot in my mouth. But uh, somebody mm-hmm. sent me a very nice picture of Chelsea Green, very very a professional shot, not a professional shot, but uh, very professional. <laughs> In her in her Hooters garb, from when she worked at Hooters, and apparently, apparently this is a thing where all these women who are in wrestling are posting photos of themselves when they worked at Hooters. Really? I I mean I've heard this now a number of times. I can't remember everybody that did it, but I've heard a number of girls have done this now, and I just think like. I used to go to Hooters every month for the pay-per-views, and I told my mom and my girlfriend at the time, I, I go for the wrestling and the chicken sandwiches. And, and, and I'm not really lying. That really is why I went. I didn't go to, like, be a pervert. I went because, like, you can't go to a lot of places and watch wrestling for the cost of a chicken sandwich. There you go. Yeah, that's true. And, and, and yeah. I'm just thinking, like, you know, I mean, how many girls that came through Hooters – Got jobs in WWE because it's like the next evolution of working at Hooters. God damn it! Well, well, I guess I know it used to for sure. It used to be. Yeah. Um, I like a fox and a ham. 
Uh, I like them too. Yeah. That them and the, the tilted kilt is the other one around here. They, they you know, they all wear like the, uh, the the little kilts, you know, <laughs> big tilted kilt. Wow. I actually, yeah, yeah. I actually knew a girl that worked there. I, I well, I met her. I didn't know she worked there, and then I saw her Facebook, oh. and I, I saw that she worked there, but I never went to visit her, so I wasn't that kind of creep. I just looked it's at the funny. Page. It's funny you Sorry. bring up Hooters because I was at work today on my lunch break, and I was watching uh, the episode of The Office when Michael Scott takes Jim to Hooters, and the, the Hooter yeah. the Hooter waitress asks him what he wants to eat, and he's like, "Can I have chicken breast? Hold the chicken." And she, <laughs> and she, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I um I I have a friend from high school who who's a lawyer. I probably mm-hmm. said too much already. I have a friend yep. from high school and I'm not going to say what there he does go. for a living. And um mm-hmm. he 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 tells his wife that he goes to, I mean this is all pre-pandemic I'm talking. He tells his wife that he's going to the buffet <laughs> for lunch. And they just call okay. it the buffet. What they don't okay. tell you is buffet. It's the buffet at Club Risque, which is a gentleman's oh, okay. club. Okay. <laughs> so they go. So this is where they go on their lunch to the buffet. And go. this is what they tell their wives. I mean, if you're going <laughs> for the food, you're not really lying, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's why they're going. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever eaten? If you've ever eaten strip club buffet food, you, you would know that's not why they're yeah. going. That, yeah, but you're right. You're, you're right. Uh-huh. And you feel dirty while you're eating it too. It's like, oh my yeah. god. There's a life? there's a place around the corner from me where I was growing up that used to have every Sunday morning they had legs and eggs, and I can only imagine how disgusting those eggs were. I can only legs imagine how disgusting those eggs were. <laughs> just sitting in the pan all, all uh, soggy and mar- dry at the same uh, time. Marinating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. They don't even give you a breakfast meat with it. You got to bring <laughs> your own meat, Rat Boy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Have fun, Rat Boy. <laughs> yeah. You ever hey, tried I used to work at a, a, I, I used to work. I used to work at a go-go bar. Come on now. A go-go bar. <laughs> what year? Is that? And, and just the fact that you call it a go-go up. bar. The Google bar, the Google bar where I used to work at is one, two, three houses down from me. Now this Google bar is a Google dollar bar. I'm sorry. Google dollar, dollar bar. It's a dollar oh, store. Oh. oh. <laughs> you they you want to charge a dollar? I was about to say, I, gonna, I, I need to make me a trip to Trenton. <laughs> it's like the uh, it's a like the family dollar. general go-go of go-go the, uh, dollar, the strip you know? club world. <laughs> yeah, you pay a dollar, get all you want for a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a great business well, model. And, and, and one more thing I gotta say, while I was down there this weekend. Yeah. I was talking. To, I was talking to this guy. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. He, he was doing all okay. these, He was doing all these pressings like uh, uh, what's his name, Donnie Ginger Steele and all of them. You know, yeah. Jerry okay. Lewis. He was. Okay. He used to be. He used to uh. Do uh, the Jerry Lewis Thoroughfines just guy. Okay. okay. He's, a local, he's a local comedian here in Jersey. It is in Tom's River. Mm-hmm. I asked him, okay. you don't mind, come on. If I asked you to have him come on and he would give you all the press, all, everything that he knows. 
Oh, you're gonna you're gonna book you're booking guys for the show, Matt Record. Uh-huh. I'm still talking I mean, to him and all because this, yeah, this, you, this you work it out with him. <laughs> this, this, yeah. The third time I seen him, we were talking and all. This guy's great, and he said, "You know what? Okay, he's going to get me you know on, on one of his shows. Yeah, he's going to get me on one of his shows. He's got other two. Oh, oh give a warm welcome to my buddy, Rock Boy. <laughs> he loves the name." Red Boy, you're old. I, I, go, wow. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, when, I, I did, <laughs> when I when I see when I see him this weekend, right? I said, uh, "And you forgetting some?" He said, "What?" I said, "You got to bring some White Castle burgers down." And he started White laughing. Castle burgers. Yeah. Oh, belly bombs, as my uncle calls them. <laughs> belly bombs. <laughs> they are belly bombs. <laughs> 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 uncle, uncle Ray called them that. Belly bombs. <laughs> <laughs> All I remember is that horrendous movie and really wanting White Castle, and they were right, terrible. Yeah, yeah, it worked. It They're worked disgusting. <laughs> you, know, you know what they tasted like? They tasted like like the frozen like burgers that you would buy, like the frozen mini burgers that you would buy in like the freezer section. That like that's what they tasted like. And the bun No, 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 Brady, 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 Brady. They're horrible. The one, the one, the. The one that's from the restaurant are better, and they're fresh, and they're soft. I ate them there. The one... <laughs> they're not better. And they're not better. But, but the frozen ones are worse. They get, those, they boy, get soggy fast. Rat boy, you know, I, I saw them. They were actually, they were cooking them on the hood of somebody's car and flipping what? them on the hood when I went over. That That's where they were cooking them. uh <laughs> Were you in Buffalo at a Bill game? No, I'm just I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> is that what they do in Buffalo? I Shout out to the mafia, by the way. <laughs> yeah, know, right? Wackos. They're gonna win the Super Bowl, well, and all their well, fans are gonna be dead from going through flaming tables. <laughs> They're gonna be jumping off everything. <laughs> well, uh, well, this Thursday, well, this Thursday and Sunday, hmm. I'll be down for Columbus. That one. Okay. Okay. Trying to get some good bargains. Wait, this Thursday? Oh, I got to work this Thursday. Yeah. We're down I got to work Thursday. Thursday. You'll be I, on the I, weekend, I'll, I'll, I want to try and go. I have to work Sunday, too, though. What time are you going to be there Sunday? I'll be there at 4.30 in the morning till 4 o'clock in the afternoon. God damn, Rapport. <sighs> well, I, I guarantee you I'm not going at 4 in the morning. Um... Maybe listen, listen, you know what? I think I gotta work. Yeah, I think I gotta work till two thirty. So I, I, I gotta work till two thirty. So I don't think I can um, go this Sunday. But I do want to go before it gets too cold out. Beautiful down there. And where are you Not when at? it's cold out. Not when it's cold out. Yeah. It's beautiful we, right now. This this time can, of year. Can we do? Can we do promo pictures if if I come? Yeah, we can do promo pictures. Okay. Can I put you in a headlock again? Yeah, you can put me in a headlock. Okay, we just won't tell Kelly because she thinks it's six feet, you know? Yeah, yeah. You don't want to get rapidly yeah. arrested. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, especially in New Jersey, they will arrest him for that. Yep. Um, yeah, they did show Red Bull, you're, Red Bull, you're <laughs> old. Uh, do you remember? He put him again. This was my thing that I was yeah, going to ask. I, I was talking with my mom. 
Do you remember a show yeah. called My Mother Was a Car or My Mother is a Car or something like that? Holy smoke, I do. Do you? I don't remember I, that. I do. I my heard grandmother of it. Would always talk, my grandmother would always talk about it. That's funny. I heard of it. Do you, yeah, because we were talking about Mr. Ed and Patty Duke, and my mom was saying that um, I used to watch all these shows on Nick at Night. Like, I, I would actually set my VHS or my VCR to, like, tape, like, Mr. Ed, the Patty Duke shows, all these black and white shows I used to love when I was uh, a little Dick, kid. Dick Van Dyke, yes. Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. Uh, dad knows best. My three sons. My three sons. Uh, yes. Father knows best. Uh, there was just all these, all these like, 50s and 60s shows that were just amazing. And, and I mentioned um, Mr. Ed, and my mom brought up my, my mother was a car. Uh, or my mother is a car, and I couldn't believe that that was actually a show. <laughs> and uh, I heard of it, but I never seen it. I really wish I was a creative writer for them, because I would have ended the show with her having to go into the shop, and like they couldn't get this part that she needed, and that's how I would have had the show end. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, the, the whole show was on. Black and white. You are a Groucho Marx. What are you talking about? I can old one. But that is old. That was like the 30s, wasn't it? Yeah. I like that. Laurel and Hardy were show good. I'll be the show on uh, TV Land. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, not, it's crazy now because, like, yeah, they call it TV Land now. And, like, my son watches it and he loves it. Yeah, and I went in there to watch it with him one day, and it's like everybody loves Raymond. I'm like, wow, is this where we're at now? Like, yeah. <laughs> this is considered Land. classic television. God, it, in five years, TV Land is going to be Shit's Creek. Like that, that's where it's. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it's uh, it's crazy. My mom used to watch it. Um, well, my mom watches either TV Land or um, the Game Show Network. So it's always yeah. a Family Feud. <laughs> It's always either Family Feud, Everybody Loves Raymond, King of Queens. It's that kind of stuff all the time. Uh, for years, it was the Cosby Show. Every yeah. time I come over, it was the Cosby Show. Obviously, the Cosby Show not happening. Not. I was absolutely no. I like Family Matters. That's my show. Family Matters. Family Matters. You like you like Stefan. Yeah, yeah, I, I like Oracle. Come on. When I was a, when yeah, I was a kid, I when I was a kid, I was remember he had like the evil robot. That robot used to terrify me when I was a kid. Like it would give me nightmares. The Urkel robot. <laughs> the robot. There was a kid yeah, in grade school, and it, 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 when I when I was in middle school, we had like the dances, and uh, you know, like the, the you know where you're supposed to actually like dance with girls and stuff, and they had a mm-hmm. talent show part. And this mm-hmm. kid for the talent show, every single dance, he did the no. Urkel dance. The and it was like the, the first time or two, it was really funny, and everybody got into it. And then, like, by, like, the fifth or sixth time, <laughs> you know, it was like, you've got to stop doing the Urkel dance, bro. God damn it. You remember the Urkel dance, dance Rat Boy? Uh, I'm not sure if I know it or not. Do the Urkel dance. Do the Urkel. You remember that right <laughs> Do the Urkel. <laughs> Do the Urkel. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, <laughs> 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 
Did I do that? Yeah. I just Uh-oh. remember I, I wanted them so bad to get Laura, and it just wasn't happening. It wasn't happening. <laughs> you know, I got a, yeah, she wasn't happening. I got a Roku doll here somewhere. And, and you know what else I thought was going to happen for sure, Derek? I thought for mm. sure that Eddie was going to punch him out one time. Because he just looks so <laughs> mad all the time at him. And I'm thinking, like, he keeps messing with his sister. If he, if he if he flaps his gums too much, Eddie's going to take him out. Oh, wow. But it never happened. Never happened. You don't knock on the door, ring the doorbell. You just walk in <laughs> right. while we're eating breakfast. You're hitting on my sister. Yeah. Giving my right. dad a heart attack. They basically stole all that. Well, I guess uh, Fresh Prince copied it from them because they would have Jazzy Jeff come in and hit on Hillary, and then and, well, uh, Phil throw would the throw him out the door. <laughs> yeah, throw, he throw him out the house. Ah! <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> one time he was like, I know, I'll, th- I'll throw myself out. He threw himself out the door. Yeah. And, and, and there was another one, Webster. Remember Webster? <laughs> yes, I remember Webster. Yeah. I love that. Big Webster. Even Actually, I don't remember no, no. Webster really. Is that the one where he was an orphan? And uh, the football player adopted him. I mean, his football player and his wife. Yeah, but he was it like was an basic. adult that looked like a kid, right? Was Webster an adult? That was well, Gary. No, Coleman, maybe not. Gary, well, yeah, Gary Coleman was yeah. a kid too. Him and his brother. Okay. Yeah, Gary Coleman had a brother. Webster. Webster was just him. <laughs> what about? What about uh, what's happening? <laughs> what, what what's happening? <laughs> I used to love what's happening. <laughs> that was a rerun. great show. Rerun, rerun. yeah, rerun, rerun. <laughs> <laughs> there was oh, some good TV it, back in the day. Nowadays everything's like the same. Everything's the same now. On that was rerun and Sherwood. I love Sherwood. Sherwood. Yeah. When I was a little kid, I thought that that uh, what's happening was like the live action version of Fat Albert. Before, <laughs> like I well figured be. out what, <laughs> yeah, basically. This <laughs> guy with like the shell on his head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> them wacky dances might as well have been. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> oh, rap boy. Oh yeah, did I do that? Anything else, Rap Boy? I think I can. Please, everybody have a good week. You too, too, brother. You be safe. Have fun at Columbus. uh, I don't think I'm coming because I got to work Thursday and Sunday, but uh, I am going to try and come. Um, Maybe a week when the Eagles are playing, like at night or like when they're off or something, or when they're. Shut down because of coronavirus or something. Maybe I'll come. Uh, but I do want to try. Right. Just, just, just shut me down and it text is. me, and I'll tell you right where I'm at when you get down there. Oh, brother. But if I text you, then, you, then you'll have my new number. <laughs> I'll message you. Yeah, message me when you get down there, and, and I'll tell you yeah. to meet me. At the back door, we're all to do that. God bless you, Rad Boy. I'll, I'll let you know, but I feel like the element of surprise is my best uh, play there. Okay. All right. Surprise. I'll keep you on your feet. 
All right, I'll some see you, people, brother. Some people, some people know me down there. You know, that boy, the wrestler, he's here. Oh, the wrestler. They don't, they don't call you the right. wrestler. How dare you? I'll surprise you, rap boy. Yeah. Surprise. I'll surprise you. Uh, the real surprise will be I won't show up. Uh, no, I'm only kidding. I will. I will at some point. <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> I was going to say, Bruce Wirt gave him my number years ago, and he used to call me constantly. Constantly. Oh, that's the worst. I had to... Uh, and it wasn't like messenger like I like I get the messenger calls at three o'clock in the morning from the listeners and stuff and I, I had to uninstall messenger on my phone because uh they took away your ability to turn the volume down on the calls. So it would just now it just rings through if you have messenger. So I can't do it. I, I just so I um so I uninstalled messenger. Which is why I don't reply with nearly as many gifts anymore. Because I have to be on the computer. Um but but my god. It's uh, yeah. So Ratboy called me constantly. I I had to tell him I I lost my I, I didn't have my number anymore. I had to tell him I had to get a new phone. He's still listening. Uh-oh. It's the truth, Ratboy. I had to get a new phone. That that really happened. Yeah. You know, yeah, I had yeah. to get it because you kept calling me. I had to get a new number. Yep. You blowing my mind. I'm just playing, brother. I'm just playing, brother. Yes, you did that. Uh, <laughs> oh man. You know, I I said that offhandedly about like the NFL. Uh, they're going to be in trouble. I mean, yep. I, it baffles me that Cam Newton could be the only one on that team that had it. I know they right? spent so I, much I, time together. That, yeah, when they yeah. said that, I was like, "Come on, that's hard to believe that he was the yeah. only person." It, and then right after that, so they said, the, "Yeah." And then right after that, they said the backup quarterback on the Chiefs had it, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, well." <laughs> They're playing each other, so obviously something there. There's going to be more people, and I had a real fantasy dilemma too because I have Mahomes, and it was like they're like, yeah, they're going to play on Monday night as long as all the Chiefs pass their physical on Monday morning. And I'm like, oh god, well, no first game on Monday. It's been yeah. I told myself I wasn't going to play because I was like, you know what, they're not going to have training camp. All these guys are going to get hurt. Yeah. I'm not going to play it. And I let my freaking brother talk me into it. And then what was it like two weeks ago? It's like everybody went down in the same in the same Sunday night. Oh, I know. My old te- I, uh, team, Alexa, team Alexa Blitz is hurting right now. I got to tell you, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's true. I um, what was I going to say? Yeah, I uh, and then my dad, like he's always like trying to help, but he never says the right thing, you know. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know what to do about Mahomes. Like, I, I want to play him because he's going to have a real good game. But, like, what if they don't play? And my backup is Carson Wentz. And my dad goes, well, you can always start Carson Wentz against the 49ers. <laughs> That's helpful, Dad. Thank you. That's, <laughs> That's a, a big help, help Dad. Appreciate yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that when I said I have to start Mahomes or take a goose egg. <laughs> That's why you're my dad and I'm the child. <laughs> uh, because the 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 the, um, the floor on Mahomes not playing still has to be higher than what I thought Carson Wentz was going to do. Oh, I mean, I I thought for sure he was getting me a negative. You can't get sacked if you're not playing, so you're probably right about <laughs> about Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nah. but it turned out I was wrong. But you know, whatever. Still got to play the odds. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to see. Was anything else in the news? I 
we were talking about Jazz retired. Uh, Sa- mm-hmm. uh, Sarita, um, Sarah Stock got arrested, which that. like that baffles me. Because she is a sweetheart. I, I can't imagine who would have pissed her off that much that she could get an yeah. assault and battery charge. They, they must have pissed her off a lot. Yeah, I've always heard people say um, that she was such such a sweet, nice person. So it is weird to see yeah. her get in trouble. Yeah. Weird. Mm-hmm. I, I also saw... That's weird. Oh, I saw that Vince and everybody in WWE thinks that Damon Priest is going to be a superstar. And they all love him, so I guess that's good for him. I guess he's going to be okay when he gets the call up. That's great for him. And I love that, like, they're actually letting him, like, have a personality instead of just being a big guy. Yeah. You know, like, I, I yeah. because I that's what I was concerned. I thought he was going to come up and just be like Braun Strowman, you know? Yeah, and they, yeah um, put him a little guy and have him be the bodyguard or something, yeah. Yeah, and you know what else is great is, like, because he was in New Moon with us years ago, and, like... I always thought he was so old. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought he was in his 30s 10 years ago. He's in his <laughs> 30s now. Like, this it, guy could it, still yeah. wrestle for another 10, 15 years. You know what it is about his demeanor? Like, he's he's mature. Yeah. He's very his mature. Voice. Yeah. yeah, and his voice and everything. Yeah. He comes off older than he really is. But he's, um, like, I was watching the TakeOver match, and I think they said he's like 6'7". And just some of the things he does, they, they don't have anybody like him on that roster. He, he's one of a kind. Vince will probably hot shot him right in. I, yeah. I Maybe and, even yeah. with this draft. Maybe even with this yeah. draft come Friday. Yep. Um, and uh, I know people go, well, look at Keith Lee and Keith Lee. Yeah, but Damian Priest is in shape. Like, I don't see – not yeah. that – Keith Lee isn't in shape, but he 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 has Just the different. look that Vince is love. Yeah, he has the look. You know, he looks like Kevin Nash and Razor Ramon, and he can wrestle. Like Vince yeah, is gonna have yeah. a heart attack when he sees him. He he's gonna be a guy that comes in and he's gonna be eye to eye with Drew McIntyre and looks just as imposing. Yep, good for him. I'm happy for him. I I am too. I really am. I, I it'll be. I I really hope that he uh, that he gets his shot. I do. Um, Trying to see. So, so takeover. Oh, uh, Ember Moon was the other big one. Uh, Ember Moon yes. comes back, um, which is funny because she got um, let go in April, retired in May, and said she was never going <laughs> to wrestle again. And uh, she got me. She worked me. Good for her. <laughs> it seems like yeah. It seems like a lot of people treat NXT like it's a. Uh, the promised land once they get to the main roster. Like, I was listening to an interview with Gallows and Anderson, and they were like, and Eric Young, and they both, all three of them said the same thing. Like, you know, we were in talks to go back to NXT before we got released. <laughs> so it was like everybody just yeah. wants to run back down to NXT to get away from Vip. I mean, like Finn Balor, you know, like he's a, because he's perfect for not being there with Vince. Yeah. Where he can just do his thing and not have to worry about following all the stupid rules. Yeah, like if I'm if I'm Kevin Owens, I'm going. Please just send me back <laughs> to NXT. Like, just, yeah. I don't want to be here anymore. Just send me there. There's a reason why all those guys are doing interviews saying that they don't want to leave there. <laughs> yeah, they're smart. Yeah, they're not dumb. Yeah, right. You know, so I, I mean, and Ratboy, to his credit, I mean, I mean, he was wrong, but to his credit, he was saying like AJ Styles wants to go to NXT. 
And I was like, yeah, no, Rappel, he don't want to go to NXT. Like he, he, he's a Vince guy. He, he gets yeah. like what they're looking Vince for. He's the complete package. He's good. He's, he's just, he's not going down to NXT where he's going to miss these pay-per-views and it's not happening, you know? And, yeah. uh, Damn it, he did an interview talking about wanting to team up with Finn Balor. It's the one thing that he never got to do. Because uh, they've always just you, missed each other. It's it's the promised land, and you get to go down there and <laughs> get to still cash those WWE checks, and you don't have to be bothered with yeah. things. Yeah. It, I'm, I'm pretty sure yeah. NXT has saved them from losing a lot of top guys to other places, because Vince could just send them to NXT. Yeah. I saw on Facebook this week, uh, Joe Gacy... <laughs> Uh, said that he's going to close his uh, his Facebook account mm-hmm. this week, and I'm assuming it's because WWE said, you know, we better not it's find fine. anything stupid on your social media. And he said it's just easier to just remove the thing than yep. to worry about going back through everything and making sure everything's good, you know. So he and and this happens a lot. Like um, like uh, like for years I couldn't get um. What's the guy's name? My, Michael Paris. Um, he was a uh, Zima Ion and Shima Ion, and uh, oh, he's in yeah, that yeah. he's in that group now in NXT. Yeah, he's there now. I can't, yeah. I can't think of the name that they gave him. Uh, um, uh, something wild. Yeah, Jaquin. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I always wanted to say I knew he's one of the Phoenix brothers, but I could never remember which one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <He's>, uh, <laughs> Yeah. So like Joe Gacy's got, but I'm thinking like, does that mean maybe Joe Gacy and, and um, Anthony green and those guys, like uh, maybe with these mm-hmm. call-ups, we're going to start to see some of these other guys from, uh, from Aval start to appear. Which is good. Wow. Of Honor. Which is good. Not in, in good. NXT. I mean, it's real good. That's good. Yeah. Cause Eddie, it's real Eddie good. Kingston said they called him after he wrestled Cody before he signed the AEW. He said Triple H yeah. called him to see if he wanted to come in and see. He said no. Because they saw him on uh, IEW. <laughs> right? Like, oh, wait a minute, damn it. But, um, yeah. Yeah, it's good they're bringing in those evolved guys. It's it's good to yeah. get new faces down there in NXT. Like I said, I, I love Anthony Green. He's so entertaining to me. I'm so glad he's, he's good. there. If he does. Yeah. He is really good. He he is. He, I, he absolutely is. Um. <laughs> Just give me five Okay, we're back. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, so um, <laughs> Stroh's having problems with the line. He's been dropping out all night, so I'm just having him call me in it because he can't call in anymore. And yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, Anthony Green is amazing. I, I, I'm excited to see him on TV. I hope that they don't change him too much. Yeah, just let him be. You know, I, I hope that he. Because it's a cool thing Triple H, he's doing that. And Triple H is good with that. He he usually I, I saw an interview with uh Mike Bennett, and Mike Bennett was like, "Vince yeah. doesn't know anything you've done before you come to WWE." He goes, "Triple H, on the other hand, he knows everything you've done before you come there." So I guess he'll be safe in NXT. Yeah. What I didn't realize that I I I listened I watched that same interview, uh, like I didn't realize they're using William Regal as a scout and he's real close yeah. with Triple H obviously so like yeah. they have a pay-per-view and William Regal's ordering this thing and watching it for them yeah I I listened to that Mike Bennett interview and I get the feeling he's probably going to end up back in NXT it sounds like 
you know, he enjoyed Triple H way more than he, you know, enjoyed uh, Vince McMahon. Plus, he doesn't show up yeah. anywhere either. So. Well, I think, yeah, I mean, I he, he almost sounded like a little chippy, and I guess I kind of get it because, like, you know, his wife's pregnant. She didn't want to leave. Yeah. And they both mm-hmm. lost their jobs. Even after yeah. he had given them the show of faith and re-signed, they both lost their jobs with her pregnant and her wanting to That's stay. Nuts. That's crazy. She offered to do like a she she wanted to do like something creatively back. To, well, let her do something creatively. My God, you got all these like TV writers, Stro. Like, <laughs> right? You need <laughs> wrestling people in there. You would think, right? I mean, honestly, and, it's a little better just with Bruce Pritchard helping out instead of all these. And, uh, and and other than Stephanie, you would think you need a woman in creatives to help write for the women. Like it's it's got to yeah. be hard for these men to write for mm-hmm. these women. It 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 would have been perfect. And and, and Maria, um, like all kidding aside, you know, from where she started in two thousand three, two thousand four, whatever it was, to where she is now, um. She's gr- literally grown up in the wrestling business at this point. You know, she's yeah. she's been through WWE through two runs with totally different expectations those two times. Uh, she did the Ring of Honor thing. She did the New Japan thing. Uh, she's just as well-rounded as any woman's going to be who doesn't, like, regularly compete. And they say she – and I saw an interview with Paul Heyman who she has a – you know, she has a mind for the business. So if you have a woner yes. who has a mind for the business, yeah. why wouldn't you want her backstage? I don't. I don't. I mean, get the, the girl stundered. The girl studied under Paul Heyman and under Jim Cornette. If you think about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and both of them love her, which is rare that you find right. somebody that Cornette. And <laughs> you Heyman never both find love. anyone that they agree on. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> that the truth? Uh, yeah. So that's uh. So that's I mean you know lots to chew over. It's going to be interesting with the draft. The the draft shows are always fun because um, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a reset. It's like an opportunity. I I I think it's kind of like the same reason that like the fantasy football draft is more exciting than playing fantasy football because like yeah. you're kind of like visualizing all these pieces and what you're going to do with them. And you spend a lot of time thinking about what WWE is going to do, where the people are going to go. And it's surprised. It's surprising and it's fun and it's exciting. And then like, then next week you suddenly realize like, well, these are the shows and this is how it's going to be for the next year. <laughs> yeah. They just changed the names, but it's still the same. Yeah. It's, it's still the same. It's di- this year might be a little different because I think we're going to get a lot of NXT call-ups and you might even get which some people good. moving down, which they've said in the past and haven't really done. I think you're going to get good. that this year. Yeah. They, 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 I do they too. need to do that. And if they want to beat, I don't, of course Vince wants to beat AEW in the ratings. If you want to beat AEW in the ratings, you got to use some of these names you're not using on the main roster just right. to battle. Cause you can't keep battling Jericho and, and all those guys with, you know, with the guys they're battling them with. It's, it, you know, so hopefully they move some people down. Nothing against them. I mean, they're all yeah. good stars, but mm-hmm. they're all regarded as good young stars who, like, their future is in the future. And yeah. Jericho is like, you know, he's there. I mean, he's been there for 20 years. Yeah, and it's hard years, for... Oh, 20 years, I, yeah. I think we were saying this to Steve last week. Uh, it's hard for Triple H to kind of keep footing because as soon as he gets somebody who's hot, 
Vince takes him. Like Damian Priest is heating up. Right. Like you said, at any moment Vince can go, All right, I want him and now you gotta write the guy off television and give him the Vince and now you have to build somebody else yeah. up again and that takes time. Yeah. Well it'll be interesting to see. Uh, Takeover yeah. was really good, by the way. Um, I, I haven't yeah, watched I the entire it. thing, but I, I read a lot about it. And uh, I, I still am shocked that they put Kyle O'Reilly in that spot. I'm thinking Adam mm-hmm. Cole's got to be coming up soon. Um, but it reminded me how good Kyle O'Reilly was because he used to main event yeah. Ring of Honor all the time and nobody batted an yeah. eyelash. Yeah, I so, forgot because it had been since he had been in the tag team for so long. Yeah, he, he it was. Yeah, I, I enjoyed the match. It was, it was a different type of pace, and I, I saw a stat somewhere that said they went almost thirty minutes, and the match only had two kickouts. I was like, that's wow. great. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. in this day and age. How about that one kick right to the face? Oh, oh. <laughs> then at, oh man! At the end of the match, like. Kyle's bleeding from the mouth, Finn's bleeding from yeah. the mouth. I'm like, oh, they look like Mick Foley. They look beat the smile out of each other. Yeah, no, that was like that was like a Japanese match. That that was good. Yes. That was that was very good. Yeah. Well, I think that's about it. I, did I miss anything? Um. Uh, is and Mrs. Returns. November twelfth. I haven't watched and, it since the first season, but it was good. Well, not they're having tomorrow. Having a Jericho special to, uh, tomorrow. On Dynamite. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah, right. that's right. That's right. That's right. So. That's cool. And speaking of Jericho, by the way, um, I definitely recommend everybody check out the new episode, the new um, issue of Pro Wrestling Illustrated, which comes out in mid-October. Uh, it's going to have a feature story uh, where I interviewed Chris, um, Orange Cassidy and Best Friends. And, there you go. Uh, it was fun, you know. When I asked Orange Cassidy if Chris Jericho made him a star, and he goes, um, uh, yeah, sure, he made me a star. You know it's going to be good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. All right. I, I think that's it. Uh, Derek, did you have anything you wanted to plug this week? Um, no, no, nothing to plug. Uh, everybody just be safe, be careful out there, and, uh, I'll talk to everybody next week. Yeah. By the way, I'm going to Pretzelmania. Oh, really? <laughs> Pretzelmania 4. Pretzelmania. <laughs> that sounds fun. When I did Pretzelmania, I, I was the ring announcer for Pretzelmania 2, and they had me point at the giant pretzel and go, that's Pretzelmania 2. It was the best. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Stro, what do you got going on, man? Well, just uh, WCB Retro this Thursday. I have a special guest, uh, Billy Silverman. Uh, yeah. Friday on the uh, Throw Zone at midnight, we'll be featuring the original practice that we with Carlo. Very cool. I'm definitely going to check that out. That is exciting. Um, <laughs> and everybody, be sure to check out WCW Retro this Thursday with Billy Silverman. Uh, amazing, amazing referee. We've had him on the program here as well. Uh, just a tremendous guy, and uh, such a such a good guy too. It's uh, it, it'll be exciting to hear from him. So everybody, be sure to check out that. Uh, lots of great stuff on VOC Nation. Of course, don't forget uh, tomorrow night a brand new episode of Wrestling with History, Voice of Choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. They've been going through the eras. So last week they talked about Hulk Hogan. I can only imagine where they're going from there. 
Uh, so be sure to check that out. Talking Sass with Sassy Stephanie uh, is going to have... I forget who she's going to have. Uh, Dan Murphy from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. I forget who the other guest is, though, so be sure to check that out. Uh, it will be a good time. WCW Retro Thursday. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of great stuff. Uh, don't forget to check out Shelly Live as well earlier tonight. It's, it'll be up on the front page of the site very soon, so be sure to check that out. And uh, that's it. Thank you to a very good professional wrestler, formerly Dasher Hatfield, for the time tonight. It was a very good professional interview, for sure, my friend. And uh, be sure to check out uh, ECWA. World One presents Pretzelmania 4. That's November 7th at the Jersey Dugout. Tickets and information you can get at ECWAProWrestling.com. I'm sorry, ECWAWrestling.com. Or go to World One on Facebook and, and search for that. Uh, thank you to all of the callers tonight. Thank you to the best crew that I could ever ask for. Uh, Stro, Kathy, Derek, Ray, Matt. Uh, everybody, uh, you guys are just incredible, and I appreciate each and every one of you guys. Take care. Have a great night. I love you all, and we'll talk real soon. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.